This episode of the Weekly Regular is brought to you by... WeeklyRegular.com WeeklyRegular.com is the web home of this show, The Weekly Regular. Uh, on there you can find uh, the, the latest episodes uh, of The Weekly Regular Podcast, as well as sketches that Hassan and I have put up. What else can they find there? Uh, cookies. Cookie? Like recipes? No, as like digital cookies. Dig- oh, oh, web cookies. I yeah. Uh, ads, maybe, pop-ups. Yeah. A lot of those. It's actually a, a pretty frustrating user interface. Yeah. Um, but, you know, you we get, got... There's a link to my amateur porn careers. <laughs> um, Hidden in there somewhere. Follow me on uh, camsoda.com slash DJ. <laughs> Hit me up. I got a he's, promo he's, code for some tokens. I like that you're keeping your branding consistent. You're still Asan the DJ. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Camsoda.com slash Asan the DJ. <laughs> so, uh, like, uh, my on my Cam Soda profile, it's just, like, a slew of videos. But, like, it's just a random smattering of, like, uh, smattering's a weird word to use in this context. <laughs> but, like, it's a random assortment of just, like... Uh, my DJ sample DJ mixes <laughs> and my amateur porn collection, or yeah, portfolio, whatever you want to call it. But yeah, uh, it's all there. Weekly regular, <laughs> weeklyregular dot com. Yes, check it out if you want a smattering of comedy. Oh, okay. Let's, let's get into the show. Let's go. Let's, let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, hey, hey, hey. Hey, Panini, don't you be a meanie. Thought you wanted me to go. Yeah, 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 yeah. Here's a genie. Wasted on a genie. Yeah, 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 yeah. And she wanted me to see me. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. You like this song? Uh, it's all right. Hold on, man. All right. So, that's a good song. I like it better than Old Town Road. You like I it think. better than yeah. Old Town Road? Yeah. I don't know, man. <laughs> Old Town Road is like... I, I'll, t- I'll tell you this. You're going to throw Old Town Road under the bus now he's got another song? No, Old Town Road is... No, I think Old Town Road is better than We that. should tell people this is uh, Panini by Lil Nas X. Oh, yeah, this is... Uh, you, yeah, we'll get into it. If you didn't it. know the song. Uh, also, welcome to another episode of the Weekly Regular. Oh, right. My name is Asan. And I'm, my name is Brandon. Uh, yeah, so we're, we're here. We're, uh, Lil Nas X just put out a song yesterday, I believe. Um, it was today, actually. It was today. Noon, so yeah. yeah, so a, a few days before you're listening to this. Um, Hollywood Magic taking you behind the, uh, the green curtain. Behind the curtain. Behind the curtain. Uh, behind the music. Behind, VH1. Remember, remember that, that show? show? <laughs> it's like social media like made a whole genre of TV show irrelevant. Oh, you know what it I mean? Totally like did. that, like that date, like slice of life date. What it, like MTV Diary? You know? Yep. Now celebrities have Instagram stories, so we know exactly what their life is like. Exactly. Um, Same thing as like Best Week Ever. Mm, those were good shows, though, because there's a bunch of like comedians like getting to do work on TV. And I know, stuff. but like now there's Twitter. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> yeah, it's hyper. Yeah, it's hyper condensed version of best week ever. Exactly. I mean, it's kind. Of, we're kind of doing best week ever. <laughs> oh, you know what? <laughs> yeah, you're right. Wait a most shit on our own show. <laughs> most regular week ever. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. We're we're doing a version of best week ever in which the comedians on the show no one has ever heard of or cares about. 
<laughs> That's what we're doing. It's a uh, so version. if you like Best Week Ever but want to hear non-famous and interesting people talk about it, <laughs> then you found the right show. Um, uh, anyway, Lil Nas so X. Panini by Lil Panini. Nas X. Uh, so I say Old Town Road is going to go down as one of the best songs Maybe not the best songs ever. Well, I don't know. One of the best songs ever. So I used to think that that music being good is subjective, but I don't think it's subjective. I think it's objective. I think good music is objective. Uh, okay. I um, agree to a point. You agree to a degree? To a degree. But then I think that like it's, it has to be... There's stuff that I think everyone can pretty much agree. Like this is terrible, yeah. unless you're trying to make a point. I think what I think there's a threshold of what there's like a a very stark but very clear th- like a very like intense but like or very, I guess the word is like there's a very steep um, threshold, but it's like very apparent to everybody what that is between like unlistened toable trash and like good music, and or like listen toable like tolerable decent music. But within, so if you throw everything out that's below that threshold, everything else, what makes a song good then is not like necessarily like how, oh, how is it uh, executed? I think it's more so like Old Town Road is a good song because it is the song that it should be. Does that make sense? What is the song that it should be? I know I'm getting kind of woo-woo. What is the song that it should be? Well, it should be exactly what it is. I think music... You've been reading my Eastern philosophy books. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Uh, No, but like, I feel like, almost like like Plato and his forms. Like, I feel like there's like, Old Town Road as a song existed out there in the universe. And Lil Nas X and whoever else was like the co-writers and producers, like, put the right pieces together in the right space in the right time for to reveal that song to everyone does that make sense wow you're getting real woo right now yeah i i but i think that's how music works okay but what about what about panini i think panini is i think panini is probably the best follow-up to old town road he could have done yeah yeah i agree with that um and i think it's probably the best version of whatever that song is i don't think it's as iconic of a song as old town road like we won't be singing panini uh 15 years from now the way we will old town road i think old town road is is like i know it's going to say crazy to say this generation because it feels like what the song i'm about to say is this generation but i feel like old town road is this generation's like crank that soldier boy oh and it's gonna like it's gonna be around forever and like 10 years from now someone's gonna play old town road and the place is gonna explode right you know what i mean panini is this generation's whatever soldier boy's second song was Uh, pretty boy swag (laughs) (laughs) yeah kind of no i think i think this was a step in the right direction for lil nas x because he's been like leaking some snippets of a bunch of songs and i've heard a lot of snippets of this song that he hasn't released yet uh uh with it's like produced by Travis Barker and it's like a it's like he's doing more of the genre bending like it's more of like mm-hmm. a, a rock kind of vibe song. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm glad he didn't put that out next. I'm glad he yeah. put this song out because this song this song speaks to who he is. I think as a rapper, as like a whole complete artist, rather than like, hey, I can do country stuff sometimes, which is part of who he is, but I don't feel like is like the summation of who he is. So I feel like this was a good song. Like, hey, I can do regular music too. (laughs) Not just like, I don't just do genre mashups. Like I can do. So I I think it's a good song. I think it's super catchy. The beat is really good. Like the beat is good in the sense of like, it slaps, but also like you feel like you've heard it before, but not in a bad way. 
You're like, right. as soon as it comes on, you're like, oh, yeah, I, I know. I think I know this song. It feels at home with everything else out there right, right now. Right, yeah. right. And not in like, oh, this sounds derivative. Because it, it sounds like it's doing something different. I, right. I like it a lot, actually. Yeah. And he can rap. I think he has a good voice. I think he has an ear for writing choruses. And he's just, yeah, it's super catchy. I like it. Um, do you know what Panini is? The The, the sandwich? Right. Well, what he's referring to? No, I haven't paid that close uh, attention okay, to the lyrics Okay, so I, uh, I went on Genius.com. Okay. And I, I read up. Uh-huh. I prepared for this podcast. Okay. Um, Panini, uh, he tweeted, like, this is Panini, not the damn sandwich. Uh, and it's mm. a, a picture of a cartoon character. And it's a cartoon character from a show called Chowder, which was on mm. Cartoon Network a few years ago. I don't think it's on anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, and so then there was this whole, like, backstory about, like, I don't know. It mm-hmm. plays into the theme of the song. Oh, okay. Uh, but I was like, hey, man, it's based on this Cartoon Network show that I've never heard of. He's 20. Yeah. Like, it's not on currently. So, I don't know. He watched it, like, some years ago. Uh-huh. So, in my mind, uh, it's basically, like, Baby Shark 2. <laughs> I, I don't think it's... I don't think it's... I don't think it's similar to that at all. I don't think his target audience is four-year-olds. <laughs> uh, well, Baby Shark, man. Hey, talk about genre bending right there. Mm, I don't know. I'm not being serious. Oh, really? I, I, from up until this, up until this point, I assume this is a very, I'm a uh, very mo- earnest podcast. Yeah, I'm generally very serious on this podcast, <laughs> yeah. and everything I say is 100 uh, my actual opinion. But in this case, right? Yes, right. Uh, I think, yeah, I think it's a good song. I think Lil Nas X is going to be. I think he's going to be around for a while. I think the next thing that needs to be that needs to happen is that he, all he has to do, like the next step into him becoming like a, a, a stalwart of the genre, if you will. A what? A stalwart. You know words that I've never even seen. Really? Yeah. How do you spell that? Stalwart. I really don't know, but oh. I know what it means. It means like a fixture, like a oh, like a wow, like a staple of a. What a does that mean? A staple. Yeah. So a staple is like. Um, well, it's a noun, and it, it's like a... Uh, it's like the store? Yeah, it's like the, it's the thing that that store with the red sign sells. Oh, you're thinking of Office Max. Nah, dude, you're thinking of Osh. Oh, no, nah, dude, you're thinking of Oshkosh Bagosh, the overalls? <laughs> Is that the whole name of the overalls? <laughs> yeah, man. It's Oshkosh, Oshkosh Bagosh. Bagosh. B apostrophe gosh. Yeah. Nah, you're thinking of uh, Bugatti, the the exotic car dealer, uh, car maker. Uh, no, you're thinking of Bodega. <laughs> Uh no, you're thinking of uh you're thinking of bodacious babes. No, you're thinking of uh Bo Burnham. <laughs> That's a good a spot as any to edit. We'll end it on Bo Burnham. <laughs> Chip McCap. Chip Chip McCap. <laughs> oh man. The troops are bring the freedom. <laughs> um yeah, where were we? Oh yeah, Lil Nas X. Lil I think Nas he X, will. Yeah. I think the okay. So what I was saying was the last thing he needs in order to become a stalwart of the genre is to be embraced by like a big artist, yes. kind of in the same way Frank Ocean was like Jay Z and Kanye decided to throw him on every song and watch the throne. Like right. he he needs that cosign, and then once he gets that, it'll be he's locked in. He's locked in. Um. So yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I think he's good. I, I like his energy. I like his vibe. It's cool. Did you see the music video? To Panini? Yeah. No, I didn't know there was a video. Um, well, it's not really like a video. It, well, It's just like... It's just visuals. 
Yeah, well, yeah, it's like 15 seconds of like not very good computer animated people. Oh, like yeah, robot like people. robots. I did see a clip of that on Instagram. It. So I listened to the song first and then I looked up the actual video mm-hmm. and it took me way too long to realize that it's the same 15 seconds over and over. I was like, oh, it's this again. Okay, I wonder what he's going to do this time. Oh, same thing. Cool, he grabs the microphone. Okay. <laughs> this, okay. Now he's walking over here. What's he... Same as before. Interesting. And I was like trying to read into it. Yeah, no, it's just it's, it's just, just like loop. whatever footage, yeah. <laughs> yeah, gotcha. Yeah, no, I... Uh... I think he's interesting. I like. I think he has a strong sense of self, like identity, and like in his own kind of create creative eye. So I, I, I I'm into it. We'll see. Uh, we'll see. Only, so, yeah. only time will tell. So we both listened to Panini by Lil Nas X this week. What else did you do this week? Um, I had a birthday party. You did. We should have that button ready to go. An explosion button too. Turn it to eleven and rip the knob off. Is that a soundbite? Yeah. Yeah. It's a soundbite I carry around with me. Turn it to 11. And break like the knob and break, off. Do you really have that soundbite? Uh, yeah. You just heard it, didn't you? Yeah, because I want to throw it in the podcast now. Yeah. <laughs> like when, just randomly? <laughs> yeah. When we're talking about like really sad political stuff? <laughs> yeah, man. Can you believe what Trump did this week? Dude, uh, the, dude the situation in Sudan is crazy yeah, right it's now. nuts. It's so nuts. Turn it to 11 and break the knob off. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that works for me. Um, so I did turn it to eleven. I and nearly you, you indeed broke the knob I off. Very nearly, yeah. Oh, bro- now it's broke sexual. <laughs> you do. You almost broke your knob off. <laughs> All right. It was a close call there for a while, but yeah. uh, everything worked out okay. Uh, no, it was a, a cool uh, close encounter of the penis kind. <laughs> It's not even a pun. <laughs> um, oh man. Um, or it, I guess you could say leg encounter of the third kind. <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> That's a shirt, dude. <laughs> that is a shirt. Just the take the take the thing. Take the Close Encounters shirt and just replace clothes with leg. And then no one will know what it means. Just it's like, I don't understand. <laughs> what? Leg uh. encounter of the third time. Third kind. <laughs> Remember that movie, The Fourth Kind? Oh, my gosh. That was a scary movie. That huh? was a frightening movie. And I watched it. I was playing for, like, some camp up in the mountains. Oh, man. And we all, like, we all watched it. We all, all like, got we're, We were, like, 20 two or 23 uh-huh. but we all got our sleeping bags and we were all like in the living room area and we watched it on a, this big screen we were frightened and i don't think i slept that night yeah i think it's so are there really are, so are there really like kinds of close encounters or was that just like a thing that steven spielberg made up for his movie i think it uh, i don't know i think it was a and it just became a be, part of the zeitgeist or I like think, it existed before his movie I feel like it was supposed to be. I don't feel like people were looking for aliens before 1970. <laughs> like I feel like no one was curious about aliens. <laughs> yeah, no one was like looking up at the sky like, oh, I wonder what's up there. Before the movie I Alien, I, d- I don't know why I did my Jimmy Stewart voice. <laughs> oh, 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 what's up Bert? there? Hey, Bert. <laughs> Where's your humanity? <laughs> what about the small farmers and the the mom and pop shops on Main Street? I don't even know if those are lines from Mr. Smith Goes to Washington. I'm just kind of riffing. Oh, I was uh, choosing to go with uh, It's a Wonderful Life, Jimmy Stewart. Yeah, no, I, you would because you're a basic bitch. 
Whatever. Sorry, man. Could have gone with uh, uh, Rear Window. I, I only like the deep cut Jimmy Stewart movies. The the B-sides, if you will. Uh, his demo was way better. I'm than a the, true fan. His demo was way better than the full length. He was in a punk band. You're like, what? Um, um, I'd love to hear a Jimmy Stewart punk band. That'd be sick. Well, it's hard to scream and also do a, a Jimmy Stewart impression. Well, I mean, not all punk is screamed. It could have been like, you know, like like the Clash type like punk, but Jimmy Jimmy Stewart singing it. Such as? <laughs> Roll it. Like, just like... <laughs> I'm going... <laughs> I'm going to Washington. <laughs> I don't know, dude. That's pretty bad. All right. Ed, 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 Ed. Um, it sounds like we're saying Ed, Ed, and Eddie. Ed, 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 uh, if it's remotely scary at all, she's not on board. Like, so what? what's like her limit? Like on a scale of like, on a scale of Teletubbies, uh, on a scale of like. No, that's, uh, uh, that's the top of the scale, right? <laughs> that's the most scary yeah. thing. So on a scale from like Mickey Mouse Clubhouse to The Conjuring, where's like her threshold? Okay, we'll name a movie in between. <laughs> a movie that's in between. <laughs> A movie that's in between uh, Mickey Mouse Clubhouse and The Conjuring is like, is like, oh man, maybe like <laughs> The Happening. <laughs> the Happening. She did actually see The Happening. Oh, okay, and yeah, hated that's it. probably like in the middle. Uh, right? Like most people hated it. Yeah. Well, she hated it because it's a bad movie. Yes. But like, was she afraid of it? <laughs> no, I think just because it was so dumb. Okay, so like a little bit further down this to okay. towards okay. The Conjuring, would she watch something like? Um, Zodiac. Uh, I don't. It's probably not. No. So Actually, even, definitely not. Because even non-supernatural stuff. Yeah, and I'll tell you why. Um, because she, her she response, hates Robert Downey Jr. She <laughs> no. hasn't forgiven him for his years of drug abuse. Her I don't care how charming he is as Iron Man. I won't forget the hashtag. 80s. Never forget. Hashtag, That's what the hashtag yeah, refers to. Exactly what it's for. Okay. Yeah. Um, no, she would not do that. If she were here, what she would say is, I already worry about uh, uh, strange men breaking into my house and killing me. Why do I need to watch that happen? So check your privilege, bro. Does she ride Does she ride roller coasters? No. Oh, okay. Because um, usually that's like, like a, a that, dichot- That's, that's your, usually your typical like a, counter. Well, yeah, that's usually a dichotomy. People are like... I don't need I don't need to be scared to enjoy myself and then they go and ride roller coasters. I'm like, see? Um, okay. Uh would she watch so not even would she watch like Law and Order SVU? No. No. Same reason. Really? Yeah. Okay. Let me get you away know who from loves Law and Order SVU though. You. No. My grandmother. Well, yeah, man, it's good. It's good stuff. But like her, she watches like super intense crime shows. And that's all she watches. Yeah, the, the, and the first she, forty-eight. And like, she lives in a giant house by herself. Yeah, she lives in the uh, the Winchester Mansion. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Your grandma is uh, Helen Mirren. <laughs> I say grandpa, I mean grandma. Um, what was I going to say? Uh, okay, so let's get away from real life stuff. What about like supernatural, but not super scary? So what about like? Um, what about would she watch like blade 
Um, she probably wouldn't want to. I haven't <laughs> right. seen. I haven't seen Blade. Oh, okay. So I can't. Um, I can't. Would she? She seen. She seen Twilight. Twilight. We have watched um, the first Twilight together with uh-huh. Rift Tracks, um, which is the uh, basically the same guys who did Mystery Science Theater Three Thousand. Mm-hmm. They do their own things that you can buy and watch with the movie. Gotcha. Um, that movie is so bad. Yeah. It's it's horrendous. Yeah. Uh, it's better with the Rift Tracks. Would she watch? Okay, so what is it that scares her about stuff? I mean, you're. Uh, this is like a, a third person therapy session. Well, it's your wife. You guys are one flesh, right? <laughs> so yeah, we're not one you, mind. Asking though. you is like asking her. Mm, not exactly. Well, she refuses to come on the show, so this is the best we're gonna get. <laughs> What's funny is at my birthday thing, she was like, "So when am I coming on the show?" We get it. You had a birthday party. Jeez, <laughs> trying to steer us back. <laughs> no, I want to know. I want to get into this. Let's, no, she I want to deep dive into your wife's psyche. She, she, she just... Also, <laughs> also, um, I promise I'll never start a sentence ever again that starts with <laughs> "I want to deep dive your wife's blank." Very sorry Thank for doing you. that. I appreciate it. Uh, wh- no, because she already like. Well, she doesn't- wa- oh, what about like X Files? No, uh, no. I, I don't think she did, Well, I know, but she wouldn't have an interest. Like, I don't know that it would scare her, but she it wouldn't interest her at all. Okay. In the same way that like Downton Abbey isn't going to scare you, you're just going to be like, why well, is she I watch the Matrix? This? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, she's watched that with me. Um, would she watch like? Okay, we're spending like 15 minutes talking about movies movies that someone who's not here would or would not watch. No, I think this is good content because I think a lot of people identify like with the same level of fear as your wife and kind of and and I'm sure there's a lot of frustrated partners out there like you and me who are like, (laughs) why won't my wife or girlfriend or boyfriend or whatever? Why won't they watch this movie with me? It's not even scary. Um, You the solution is you just got to have your own watching time. Which would is you? what I did for this season of Black Mirror, which we'll we'll talk so about. So she won't we'll even watch Black Mirror. No, I've shown her a couple episodes of Black Mirror. Mm-hmm. Actually, I think just one. Just San, San Junipero. San Junipero. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the nice lesbian one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Where everyone's happy in the end. <laughs> exactly. Um, oh, that's such a bummer, dude. I think you know what's funny is like because your wife is so artsy and like she, I mean she's literally an artist like she draws and sings right. and does music and stuff I talks think, to birds like not all horror movies but like some movies that fall within like that realm I think I think she would really enjoy on an artistic level uh, just as a movie I know so actually after such a bummer a couple movies I did actually the the last episode of Black Mirror that I watched, I explained to her the whole thing. Mm-hmm. And then I have also explained to her, like, Us and Get Out and, like, good, Did she see scary stuff. No. Um, <laughs> she won't th- see no, it. She, she, there's no like, way she'd see Get Out. No. But Get Out is not, like, viscerally scary, though. I know. But I still... I don't think she could handle it. Really? Yeah. And why... <laughs> Why do you, so what she if, just if she what, gets what would happen is she wouldn't sleep for like probably two or three days <laughs> wait yes really yeah even after a little even after a little puff puff pass <laughs> yeah probably oh dude um gotta take some Benadryl dude <laughs> oh no her she has like very serious um what's the thing we don't drugs sleep? no <laughs> the things you we what the thing we don't sleep what's the name for it melatonin no the thing where you don't sleep um uh, cocaine 
no, not something you take. Oh, sorry, you that's have. where my mind goes. Um, oh, uh, um, like not, n- night terrors. No, not. <laughs> there's so many people screaming at their sleep car blind, stereo right sleep now. Blindness. No, what's the thing? I we, know what you're talking you about. Know. Insomnia. Insomnia. Yes. Uh, she has f- severe insomnia already, and um, probably pops. Benadryl a little too regularly as it is, so it wouldn't. It would. It would destroy well, her. Well, now we need. Does she have a therapist? She would be a shell of a woman. Does she yes. go to therapy? Yes. What is her therapy? Ther- what is her therapy? What does her therapist say about her sleep patterns? That she needs to get more sleep. Well, yes, but like, do they have they have they identified a reason why she has like no. bad sleep hey, patterns? You know, I, so I have a lot of notes for today's <laughs> All episode. Right. All right, we're gonna be- and we're we're literally twenty four minutes in. We're gonna we're gonna bring your wife on, and I'm just gonna grill her mercilessly about her personal life. <laughs> That sounds like a lot of fun. Uh, okay. So anyway, Woo! let's keep moving. Funny. Something, something, something. I got um, Yeah, so I had a birthday thing. That's my week. Uh, how was your week? Uh, my week was good. I went to your birthday party. It was fun. Uh, there were a lot of people there that I like. Some that I'm eh, about. I'm just kidding. <laughs> you uh, know who you are. You know who you are. You are listening. Um, no, it was good, man. It was fun. Happy birthday. Um, thank you. I didn't really do much this week, to be honest. We were out of town all last week, working really hard, and so I really have kind of just been schlubbing it for just the playing la- video games the last few days. Well, I've been productive doing work here and there, but like for the most part, I've just been kind of chilling, taking it easy. Playing Assassin's Just Creed, playing and Striking Vipers X, playing Strike, playing Striking Vipers with this really interesting fellow I met online. <laughs> um, We're gonna talk about Black Mirror uh, at the end of this episode. Yeah, uh, but no, I've I've literally like I've been working like from home, but like mainly just nine to five. Dolly yeah. Parton's though. <laughs> yeah, I give I give myself strict twenty minute breaks with an hour long lunch break. <laughs> I make myself fill out a time card, um, and then after that. Back to strapping Vikers, Vipers X. My cardboard cutout, uh, my f- full size cardboard cutout of The Rock. Is, I made him my boss. <laughs> so hey, when I have to use a he'd bathroom, be an amazing boss. Yeah, he would. Uh, he's super encouraging. Exactly. Hardest worker in the room, baby. Hardest worker in the room. <laughs> you know, I was just, I was thinking like, what would uh, an impression of The Rock sound like? Like, of course, his wrestling persona would be extremely easy to do an impression of. But like, as just like a person, he really is like as nondescript as it gets like he's got no accent right. like he has no specific just, way of speaking just very clear <laughs> diction yeah yeah and he, he's interesting too because immediately as soon as he starts talking you're like oh i need to pay attention yeah oh, oh uh this guy's saying important. some important guys yeah. you gotta listen <laughs> it's crazy uh it's funny when you see whenever i see clips of the rock like on his instagram he's always like I bet being a director of one of his movies is either either the easiest job in the world or the worst job in the world. Right. <laughs> because, like, it seems like no matter what he's doing, he is now the boss. Right. Does that make sense? Like, he's like, hey, like, but not in, like, an asshole way where, like, he's like, hey, move over, chump. It's, it's my show now. Where it's kind of just like, hey, man, you're doing a great job, but go ahead and take five. I got it from here. And you're right. like, well, thanks, Rock. I'll, yeah, I will go take five. Thanks. You know? <laughs> And you're like, I've been taking a lot of fives. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Is this his thing now? <laughs> yeah, essentially. Um, so, yeah, I'm a big fan of The Rock. I don't know if you could tell, but I mean, my week, I didn't, I didn't really do much, honestly. Oh, you know what? That's not true. I lied. Let me. Uh, What'd you do? Well, I, well I, the reason I lied was because I forgot because I did this all within the last 24 hours. Uh, so, 
we were gone in yes. Minneapolis and we didn't have a lot of time to do anything but work. And um, I took it upon myself to watch, to catch up on movies in theaters that I hadn't seen since we'd been in Minneapolis. Mm-hmm. Apparently a lot of movies came out. <laughs> I've seen three movies in theaters in the past oh, 24 wow. hours. And yeah, I saw- In the past 24 hours? The past 24 hours, yeah. This time yesterday, I was just getting out of a movie. <laughs> do you have movie pass? No. You paying full price for these movies? Ish. Are I you went, rich? No, I went to a um uh I went to a theater that's kind of a ways away from my house, not the normal one I go to, but it's kind of a ways away, and the movies are cheaper, so I did that. Smart. Smart. Oh, was it like a second run theater? That's no, where you're like, no. I can't believe all these movies are out. <laughs> no, no, no. This is a first run theater. It's just Terminator cheap. Two. It's just cheaper because it's not like a big chain. Yeah. Um. But yeah, so we can get into the movies I saw. Uh, sure. Let's do that. Briefly, because they're not, honestly, none of them are really worth going super deep about. Yes. Um, the first one I saw was Men in Black International. Oh. With Chris Hemsworth and Tessa Thompson. Mm-hmm. And it was off the wall bad. Oh. <laughs> like, it's... As, as, uh, I'm sorry. Was, you're saying it was a combination of Michael Jackson's album Off the Wall and Michael Jackson's <laughs> album Bad? Yeah, it's somewhere in the middle of those two albums. Okay, cool. No, it's like... So it's like Thriller. Yeah. His best work. It's the best movie of the franchise. Yeah, yes, exactly. No, th- dude, this movie's really bad. Like, it's... So, the first Men in Black is a classic. And yes. it's timeless, and it still holds up. The jokes still land. Will Smith is still charming and funny. Tommy Lee Jones is still charming and, in, 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 you know, in his grumpy kind of demeanor. And the thing that this movie doesn't seem to capture... Like, it's like someone watched the first Men in Black was like, Great, make jokes. Got it. <laughs> And it's like, or it's like, great, bunch of aliens, make jokes, got it. Save the world, got it. It's like, no, so much of what makes Men in Black work is like, at the heart of it, it's the story, it's Will Smith's character story about him learning to think about more than himself and learning to think bigger about the universe. Everything doesn't revolve around him. Um, Except it does because he's a star of the movie, but, you know, it's a movie. Uh, and in that movie, there's real stakes because at every turn, the Will Smith character learns, hey, it's bigger than me. Like, I could die right now and Earth would still be in peril. Mm-hmm. So, like, there's a lot of stakes in that movie. In this movie, there's no stakes. It's like the problems in this movie don't seem to be happening unless our main characters are on screen, <laughs> which makes it feel okay. like, well, then why am I even, they, right. like, you know what I mean? Like, why are we even invested in the story? Because, like, if our main characters were dead, none of this would even be happening. Yeah. And it's just, it's just not charming. And there's things in it that just are bananas. And it's just not good. So. Okay. Yeah, so, that was the first um, one. Um, uh, uh, an A, B, C, D, or F rating. Ooh, we're um, gonna grade school it. I'm gonna say F, and it oh. would be it would be much higher because you would think. Well, for me, because of my personal taste, I'm a big Chris Hemsworth fan. So him alone should have carried this movie to a C. Him alone. <laughs> him alone should have carried this movie to a C grade, but they don't really give him an opportunity to be charming because the whole movie, it's like, man, you used to be so charming and, and perfect. And so, so the whole movie, he's kind of like a jerk uh-huh. and self, self-absorbed and like, and kind of annoying and the whole movie they're like man I wish you I wish you were the same guy you were six months ago and I'm in the audience like yeah me too like I wish he was being charming and cool like Thor but no he's just kind of being a jerk the whole time so you're like not even enjoying his performance Mm -hmm. so it's like kind of like 
But yeah. Uh, what's the second movie you saw? I saw Dark Phoenix. It's an X-Men movie that yeah. just came out. Um, surprisingly, I really enjoyed the movie. Oh. It was a lot better than I thought it was going to be. Everything I've heard on the internet is the opposite of that. Yeah. It's... it's Okay. Objectively, I think people are watching this movie with the context of all of the super movies, superhero movies we have seen, plus all of the X-Men movies we, are, we have seen, and I totally understand it. If if this movie has if the, if no other X Men movie existed and this was the first X Men movie, people would be raving about this movie. They'd be like, "Oh my god!" Well, yeah. Well, but, no, no, because that that yeah. can't be said about all superhero movies. If Thor: The Dark World was the first Thor movie, we'd be like, uh, "This movie is crap." Yeah, you're right. You're <laughs> they right. should not have made this movie. Um, no, but uh, X Men or uh, Dark Phoenix is like a simple story. It 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 whole it it's it follows its own logic very well uh which is can't be said about a lot of the x-men movies and it doesn't try to do too much and uh, it's not the best movie in the sense of like it's just you know it's kind of it feels kind of bland and we've been here before but that's because there's seven other we have been here we have literally been here before uh gene gray being the phoenix and obliterating people in the woods like we've literally been there in x-men 3 so it does feel like derivative but I think this is a much more effective. Like this feels like the final draft of X Men Three, like the Last Stand. X Men, oh, Last Stand. Okay. It feels like that. You know what I mean? So, it, I think it's good. I think if you catch it on cable or on Netflix or something, I think people will be like, "Oh, that was that wasn't that bad. Cool." There's a really good fight scene at the end on a train. It's just good. So next time you're in a hotel and that movie's on. Yeah, or next time you're on a flight, watch that movie. It's okay. good. It's worth. Okay. It. It's brisk. It's only. It's under two hours long. What's yep. the grade? I give that one. Um, I give that one a C plus. C plus. Yeah. All right. Uh, and the last movie you saw was uh, the last one I saw. I just came from it. I saw Shaft. Oh, how the was that? Nineteen. We C- talked about C- that last week. It is two weeks ago. also surprisingly really good. Huh. Better than Dark Phoenix. It's uh, it's a sequel to the Shaft movie that came out in two thousand. I didn't know that. I thought it was just like a. I mean, I guess I assumed it was a sequel because Samuel Jackson was in it, but I didn't have that mindset. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, let's pick up where we left off 20 years ago. <laughs> you know what I mean? You guys remember the first one? <laughs> right. Um, I think they handle that nicely. They don't try to, like, the movie doesn't insist upon the original. Like, there's not a whole lot of, see, remember this, remember this? Because, like, the answer would be no. Right. So they don't do a lot of that. Which They kind of tell their own story, which is really good. Um, Samuel Jackson is a stalwart. He remains. Ooh, a, he remains a stalwart a, he, again. He remains a stalwart. He's great. He carries the movie. Not to say that the the younger actor did, didn't do a great job, but Samuel Jackson is like he's Charm City man. Yeah. Even when we know he's in real life, he's not the guy that he's playing on screen. Whereas in the first go around, we didn't necessarily know he wasn't. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I think he does a good job and pulls it off and brings a lot of like um, uh, levity to a movie that could have been pretty dour otherwise it's really good regina king i think is the uh no that's not right uh the female uh sam sam jackson's like love interest in the movie mm-hmm. i forget, regina hall i think it's regina hall uh regina king is from something else but yeah regina hall is in it and she's really funny uh it's just good it's a good movie about f- kind of fatherhood and kind of meeting each other where you are and not mm-hmm. like Samuel Jackson has a perception of what his son, the son of John Shaft, should be, and his he doesn't think that his son is that, and his son has like preconceived notions about what it means to be a father, and and they both neither of them are right. It's like both of them are right, but neither of them are right 
in uh-huh. to totality. They kind of have to come yeah, together. You know, Eastern philosophy. And come yeah. together and, and... Right now over me? Yeah, exactly. Um, it came out on... And they have to realize that the self is an illusion and they have to uh, <laughs> uh, reach go. nirvana. Now we're talking. Yeah. Uh, it came out Father's Day weekend. Yeah, so that, is, that, that makes that a lot of intentional? sense. intentional? Yes. Okay. It's, the fatherhood is a, a strong theme in the movie. It's good. Do you think that my son and I would like that movie? <laughs> I would not take your son to see this okay. unless you want him saying... Uh, the f-bomb and a lot of other things and we'll get there yeah eventually maybe a couple years um okay uh do you want to keep rolling i have uh, some other movie and entertainment yeah let's stay in hollywood if you want to stay there um this is a real brief one but um i think you should leave the netflix show Mm -hmm. has been renewed for season two nice good show very funny Uh, more sketch comedy man that show is so good it is it's Amazing! I'm uh, on a second. I, time I love the main guy, it. less attractive uh, Andy Samberg. <laughs> I liked it on the marketing for it, like on the Netflix thumbnail. Andy it's Samberg's Andy on Samberg, it, yeah. and he's in one sketch in the very last episode. I mean, they they produced it, but still, like, yeah. Hey, Brooklyn Nine Nine fans. Yeah. Also, if you're a Brooklyn Nine Nine fan, you probably wouldn't like this show. No, I don't think you would. If you like broad, you know, broadcast. <laughs> cable or broadcast network comedies you probably this wouldn't like it su- it'd be super weird yeah. yeah if you like if you yeah no don't don't do it <laughs> um if you like snl you might like it it's like yeah like weirder it feels like a bunch of snl sketches that like people would never pitch because they're too weird yes and so if, you, they, if you're into that air. Yeah, yeah if you're into that then watch this um did you see uh pixar announced their latest movie onward uh no there's another movie coming out in one year called soul you see like this? spelled like korea uh or like the body soul uh actually s-o-l-e oh like, like the a bottom fish. of your shoe oh <laughs> no <laughs> Like a, oh, I thought like the fish. What? I know. No, we just went through every possible every, ver- every iteration of the word soul. Uh, um, oh, like Spanish for sun. Got it. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's all of them. I don't have another one. Uh, like like black black guy mojo. Like soul. <laughs> like love, peace, and soul. It's um, a Soul Train biopic. Got it. Actually, it might be. It's a um, Don Cornelius uh, biopic <laughs> done by Pixar. Um, Questlove is involved somehow. Oh. And Questlove is like a, uh, a Soul Train historian. Oh, it he, might be then. He it literally might be wrote like, a, a book about Soul Train. It might be. Oh, what if it's like a um, like a Pixarified like fantastical story of like the Soul Train? And it like has something to do with like... You know what I mean? Okay, so like I can, what if there was a soul train? Here's, and like, here's the only info that uh-huh. is uh, available. It's the same director as Inside Out, Pete Doctor. Uh, oh, okay. No, then it's going to be about souls. S O S O U L. And here's right. the the summary. Um, one year from today, Pixar Animation Studios will take you on a journey from the streets of New York City oh. to the cosmic realms to discover the answers to life's most important questions. Disney and Pixar's Soul arrives in theaters on June 19th, I think I know what it is. And, then, right. and then Questlove uh, uh, posted about it and was like, so happy to finally announce this. Or like, yeah. I told you I can keep a secret or whatever. He's probably going to be like the their Lin-Manuel Miranda for this movie. Like the music... <laughs> No, I'm serious. Yeah. Like, or like the way no, I just pictured him like singing all the songs. <laughs> <laughs> Every song is in the style of Hamilton for some reason. Um, 
No, I think that's cool. Uh, do you want to pitch what you think it's going to be? Uh, well, you... I don't have a pitch. And I, know I know exactly what it's going <laughs> to be. Let's just get to yours. Because I, I feel like I can think like Pixar. It's going to be... It's going to be a story about... It's going to be basically the black people version of uh, what was the the one they just put out with like the via the Dia de los Muertos movie. Oh, Coco. It's going to be the Black Coco. Oh, it's going to be yeah, yeah. It's going to be like essentially they won't say this, but it'll be like what makes black people so special, and it'll be they have soul, and it'll be like this sort. I, it'll probably take place in the seventies. They have soul and soul, and it's not just like. It's not just like a cultural thing. Like they literally have something from like another universe, and it won't be just black people. But that'll be the like that'll be the implication. Right, you know right. what I mean? Like because I guarantee it's because I don't think they've done a, a side because Pixar themselves have never done something with like a black main character. Yeah, Disney has with Princess and the Frog. They did like a princess movie, yeah. but Pixar hasn't done like a and that's like the one demographic they don't have. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Uh. So I definitely think it's going to be something like that. It's going to be the story of like a black kid who like wants to be a musician or something. Wants to uh, reconnect with, or his, maybe, with his aging grandfather <laughs> if we're following the Coco storyline. I think line. it's probably going to have to do with like the birth of hip hop uh, in the 70s. Oh, yeah. So like the get down. Yes. But brought Pixar. to you by Pixar. Yeah. So I'm he'll probably want to be down. a DJ or like a break dancer or like a rapper or something like that and either that era I think it'll be that era just because I feel like there's a lot of I feel like that era has been kind of untapped by animation but also yeah. it could be earlier in New York it could be like in the 40s and 50s but I don't think Disney wants to touch like systemic race racism like yeah, yeah I don't think they want to deal with that right. uh, head on so it'll probably be like the 70s late 70s early 80s where like hip hop is being born yeah. and like it'll have something to do with like the soul and the origins of like where soul comes from and right. I think it's a cool idea. Yeah. I just hope it's not. It, I think they did a good job with Coco. It didn't feel pandering, and I, I'm right. hoping they show the same finesse with this. Yes, and not try to make it like, see, black people are magic. It's like <laughs> no, <laughs> like, <laughs> like that's why we don't get them. You know what I mean? Like I just hope it's not that. LeBron James is the best at what he does because he's black, not because he tries hard. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, we will see. Uh, one year, June nineteenth. Yeah, and so it's have, cool that they have the Quest Love doing yeah. music stuff because it'll probably be a lot of roots and stuff like that. That was another thing that was really good about Shaft. The soundtrack's really good. Oh, but yeah. Sweet. Anyway, um, I read this week that Marvel has repeatedly tried to get Keanu Reeves. <laughs> yeah, I read that article too. The Marvel Cinematic Universe, and yeah. he keeps declining. Well, that's not how I read it. <laughs> so oh. the article I read was from where'd you get? Where'd you read that article? Do you know? It was somewhere on Twitter, and it just got gotcha. in some interview. This guy said this. Oh, okay. And he was like, "Again, we'd love to extend an invitation <laughs> to Keanu." And so I feel like he's saying it publicly to be yeah. like. Come on, internet, get on, get on our side, right? So what the article I read was at comicbook.com, and uh, it was it nerd. was like a yeah, it was like a full article about it. And essentially, what Kevin Kevin, Kevin Feige has given an official statement on it. He said basically, um, they're they're courting, they're having, they're, they've had a lot of conversations with Keanu Reeves about doing a role over the past couple of years, the same way they kind of did with um, Jake Gyllenhaal. Mm-hmm. Uh, they just want to wait until the the right role. Um, 
uh, okay. is revealed. You know, like the right role comes up along for him, right. which I think is a very diplomatic way to say like, eh, we just haven't found the one that is going to work for both of they us. They haven't found the one? The, yeah. Um, <laughs> They're going to somehow connect Neo from the Matrix? The, the Matrix into the Marvel Universe? I'm down, dude. Please don't. No, no. <laughs> you don't want the Matrix no, with I Robert don't. Downey Jr. in it? <laughs> Hell no. You see, uh, there's... <laughs> Uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't need. See, there's the machines, and they're trying to get to Zion because, of course, why wouldn't they try to get to Zion? They're going to get to Zion. So when they come to Zion, they're going to destroy everyone. We're going to be like dust, like dust. Okay. Hey, uh, hey, uh, kid, Underoos, are you listening? Uh, Underoos. Hey, huh? hey, Cap, Boy Scout, you listening? How's my Robert Downey Jr.? Is that all right? Uh, it kind of blended with your Neil deGrasse Tyson. I wasn't totally but only sure. Is a clown. <laughs> but only is a clown. No, no. no. Um, um, speaking of the Avengers, hold on, man. Are we done with the, the Keanu Reeves conversation? <laughs> All right, you're not. Keep going. Who would you like to see Keanu Reeves play? Are you you know anything about the Marvel? Universe? I don't know about any other characters besides they, the ones that are in yes, the movies because they've shown us like 80 characters. <laughs> There's other characters, man. Like, like I think he would be a really good Craven the Hunter. I don't know who that He's is. He's like a famous Spider-Man villain. He's like a rich guy who like prides himself on like being able to hunt any creature he's, he just craves and it. then he's like a super villain so he like he dresses like he has like lion furs and stuff like that and he's like a he's like a dick he's like a treasure hunter kind of guy and oh, he sees spider-man he as like the ultimate catch he killed cecil the lion yeah he's, he's that, that guy. guy okay cool yeah that's a real life guy yeah i know okay his name is Craven the Hunter. <laughs> um, Wait, so he sees Spider-Man as the ultimate? Yeah, like he sees Spider-Man as like man's uh, uh, the world's most dangerous game. Yeah, essentially. You remember that short story? Yeah. Okay. It's like people hunting people. Yeah. Yeah. There's also okay. a Parks and Rec reference in there somewhere. Yeah. Well, they reference Dennis it. Feinstein yes. is trying to like hunt. <laughs> how fast can hunt you? Me. How fast can you run? <laughs> What? Um, how fa- That's a crazy question to ask somebody. How fast? Because how do you answer that? Um, anyway. Um, uh, yeah, Keanu Reeves. I would love to see Keanu Reeves. He's having a... What a year for Keanu Reeves. Keanu Reeves in 2019 is like Chuck Norris 15 years ago. Yeah. Like everyone's yeah. talking about him. Everyone loves him. Yeah. And he's like... It's crazy. It, yeah. And there's nothing bad to be said about him. Like no one is like... Yeah, Keanu Reeves is cool, but he was a dick when I worked with him. Like, no, right. everyone's like, no, nah, Keanu Reeves is great. Right. <laughs> He's just the nicest guy, super self-aware. Uh, he had a, a guest appearance on, what was that, um, Always Be My Maybe? Yeah, I read, I read about that, yeah. Um, I just saw the clip over and over. There was, like, so many memes made of it. Did he it. have the same John Wick and, hair? Yes. <laughs> but he's got glasses on, and he, oh, like, walks funny. in all slow-mo and whatever. Because he's, he's supposed to be, like, an ex-boyfriend oh, or, okay. like, some kind of side funny love interest or something um and yeah you, you know who's really stoked about this is uh the other guy who's in bill and ted's excellent adventure <laughs> alex winter is that his name oh, i don't know i think that's his name he's super stoked because when that movie comes out because of all this momentum keanu reeves has everyone's gonna go see it it's gonna make a ton of money yeah um good for keanu reeves man he's having a great year he was he's in that cyberpunk 2077 game have you seen oh, that? Oh, yeah. He, he made an E3 appearance? Yes. Where he was like, dude, he's so classy. It's crazy that he's in the game. Yeah. 
Not like he, he is himself like, like in the his game. His character's called Keanu Reeves. Right. <laughs> like, he's so classy, man. He's on stage and he's like, he's super into it. He's like, he's not just like reading a prompter like, hey guys, I'm in this game. Cool. No, he's super into it. He's acting it out. He's And then someone from the, the audience yells, um... Uh, not you're beautiful, but they yell something like, oh, they, someone yells, you're breathtaking. Someone goes, because it's like, it's a conference. So like people are just like, you know, they're not thinking, oh, In this is being recorded yeah. for TV. So they're like, you're breathtaking. He goes, no, you're breathtaking. But immediately, like he doesn't like, how could I be charming in this moment? He's just, it's second nature. He's like, no, you're breathtaking. That's and so everyone funny. in the audience melts. Um, yeah, he's a great guy, man. It bums me out that he's not on social media. I know. Because I did try. <laughs> Maybe to- that's why he's so great right because he can focus and be present i did try um to look him up because i wanted to get him to come on our show because honestly i feel like he just might do it yeah (laughs) he'd be like yeah these guys seem cool yeah they're they're breathtaking as well oh i just i felt like they they seemed cool you know and i just figured hey that's a pretty good keanu i just figured why not go (laughs) i'm not doing anything i'm keanu why not go (laughs) Um, I figured, hey, I'm not doing anything. Why not go? <laughs> can you say, um, not I know Kung Fu. Can you say... Guns. Lots of guns. <laughs> he says that in John Wick 3, and it was like a really good moment. That's funny. Uh, yeah. Count um, is great, man. He's uh, a great guy. Pivoting to the Avengers. Pivoting back to the Avengers. Uh-huh. Uh, did you hear Avengers Endgame is coming back to theaters? Oh, I'm so annoyed. <laughs> Just for a post-credit scene. Yeah. So annoyed. Like, yeah. And I'm re- you know what I'm really annoyed by, annoyed by is all the people like, yeah, hopefully they can dethrone Avatar. Because that's essentially that's what they're the trying move, to do. Yeah. But I'm like, one, it's petty because they now own Avatar. <laughs> and... <laughs> That's like okay. that's like uh that's like uh what's his name? That's like uh Elon Musk starting a new company just to make that company's like shares trade higher than Tesla. Right. Right. <laughs> He's like sir Tesla's your company. He's like yeah, I can do better than that. <laughs> it's like all yeah. right. I don't want to I don't want to sit through a 3-hour movie just to watch a YouTube clip. Yeah, no, it's thanks. definitely not worth it and I don't think they're going to get enough money to eclipse Avatar. And if they do, who cares? You own it. Right. It's like it's so stupid and people are like, "Oh, Avatar doesn't deserve to be at the top." The, what? Like there literally is no other metric for judging whether a movie should be at the top than it's and then what it's made at the box office like there's it's that's not subjective right <laughs> it wasn't like that's that's the one thing it made money but it made avatar money you know what i mean it's like no man it made a gajillion dollars like that yes it's the it's the only meritocracy left in the united states um i have a couple other i have uh, uh two other uh, movie-ish Hello. things okay uh do you have any other movie stuff before i go through those um uh, movie stuff movie stuff uh, I saw a trailer for tw- 21 Bridges. Have you seen that trailer? 21 Jump new, uh, Street is what you're thinking oh, of. Oh, no, dude. Uh, <laughs> that uh, came out a few years ago. Oh, man. Um, look, uh, nah, I got nothing. 21 Jump Street? No, you're thinking a white man can't jump, dude. That's what you're thinking of. <laughs> no, you're thinking of Jump, the song. Jump, jump. You're thinking of Jump Around is oh. what you're thinking of. Uh, you're thinking of I Get Around, the Beach Boys song? I get no, you're thinking of the song I've uh, Been Around the World uh, by Mace and P. Diddy. Uh, you're thinking of actually Around the World by Daft Punk. No, dude, you're thinking of uh, All Around the World by ATC. Actually, you're thinking of All That, the theme song by TLC. 
Nah, dude, you're thinking of botched the plastic surgery show on the TLC network. Nah, dude, you're thinking of Battle Bots, <laughs> the old Comedy Central robot fighting show. Battle Bots? Nah, dude, you're thinking of Beetleborgs, that no. old like Power Rangers knockoff that used to come uh, on. I think like, you're Fox thinking Kids. of uh, Beetlejuice, actually. <laughs> nah, you're thinking of. Uh, Juice, the mo- the '90s, growing up in the hood movie with uh, with Tupac. Oh, you're actually thinking of the Lizzo song, Juice. <laughs> nah, dude, you're thinking of Juicy J from Three Six Mafia. <laughs> no, you're thinking of Jesse J. <laughs> no, you're thinking of Jesse the Body Ventura. <laughs> Are you thinking of Jesse Jackson? <laughs> Jesse the Body Jackson. <laughs> There's another T-shirt. <laughs> it's just uh, it's just Jesse Jackson's head photoshopped onto a giant guy's body, like a buff guy's body. Jesse the body, the body. Jackson. <laughs> the body in quotes, you know, like it's his, like it's his nickname. <laughs> That's what everyone called him down at the uh, NAACP. Jesse, the, Jesse body. the body, Jackson. Hey, the body. <laughs> Jesse Jackson's like, oh, well, I think we need reparations. They're like, we'll call you when we need a workout plan, Jesse. All right, when we need when we need sculpted deltoids, we'll give you a call. <laughs> like that's what he's known for, being super ripped. He's trying to get past that. Yeah, take he's, it, like, he's, take it he's like, I'm more than my body. <laughs> Is that how Jesse Jackson sounds? Who knows? No. <laughs> oh. uh, you know, a lot of black people don't like Jesse Jackson. Why, that's why a little that? nugget of knowledge for you to have. Oh, thank you. <laughs> I put that in my pouch of, of knowledge nuggets. Yeah. Thank you. Um, okay. Uh, what else? Um, you said you got more movie news. I got uh, a couple other things. Uh, okay. Two other things. Um, this is a good episode so far. <laughs> you know what? Guess how long we've been going. Is it recording still? Because <laughs> it, it has happened before. <laughs> Uh, we're at 53 minutes right now. Sick. All right. Keep going. Um, okay. There's a show on Amazon yeah. uh, called Good Omens. Good Omens. You have maybe seen ads for it. You are definitely not going to watch it. It's not. A sh- oh, no, no, no. I've seen. You know what's funny? I, when I was in the movie theater watching one of the terrible movies I saw in the past 24 hours, there was like, you know, the pre-previews when you're just like in the theater and it's like showing it's like Maria, Maria Menounos hosts it. And she's uh-huh. like, you're watching screen screen watch or whatever. Right, right, right. <laughs> it was one of those. And they showed a very lengthy uh, behind the scenes kind of preview of what that show is. Mm-hmm. So it's uh, all right. Hear me. Uh, here, white pop quiz. Here we go. Uh, it stars. Um, one of the doctors who, uh huh, you like how I pluralized doctors? Really who? did, yeah. Doctors, doctors who, who, like passersby. It stars one of the doctors it's who, doctors whom, actually. doctors whom, <laughs> uh, doctors whom, and it's not Matt Smith. It's the other one. Don't tell me. I'm not gonna guess. What's his name? Um, I don't oh, you remember. don't even know, dude. No. So it stars one of the doctors who, and not Alan Cumming, but the other guy. <laughs> uh, what's his name? Oh, hang on, Martin, hang on, hang on. not Martin Short. No, Martin, Martin Sheen. Sheen. Yes, I Martin, Sheen. Martin Short. Martin Sheen. Um, it stars those two guys. One of them's a demon. One of them's an angel. Uh-huh. And um, it takes place in London. Does it take place in London? Um, it kind of takes place all over. Oh, everywhere. Although I guess primarily in in the UK. And yeah. I, for some reason, they're like they have to team up to prevent the end of the world or something. Mm-hmm. And it's like sometimes in the past and sometimes modern day. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway, I don't know. It looks like <laughs> you're right. It looks like a show I would not watch. Yes. Uh, 
It just because, like, I, I don't like that style of acting. Right. Like that, so, like, so oh, we, isn't this funny? Right. You know what I mean? Okay, like, so, so this show <laughs> is my wife's favorite new show. Oh, my God. Uh, this it's is, not too scary for this her? Is, no, this is there's not. There's demons. So th- this is the thing is there's sometimes there's things that even surprise me where I'm like, you're not freaked out by this? And she's like, well, no. This is like a different brand of like creepy. Oh, like, like Clockwork Orange. <laughs> super into that. Got it. <laughs> um, no. So th- it's basically it's a show um, th- it, that uh, takes the Christian mythology and plays with it a little bit. Mm-hmm. So it is a 6,000 year um earth oh that's funny and it, it plays with that oh because yeah like adam and eve is like a big part of it right yes well so they have adam and eve and like and the eve angel was, eve is black i uh, saw and, in the trailer yeah they're both black yeah adam and Sick. eve um there's uh the voice of god they should have made them both men that'd have been great <laughs> it's adam and steve <laughs> that would but they're completely earnest about it it's like not a joke that would have been great um that would have been really progressive so there's the angel and demon there um, They're and, in the garden. Yes, and so the demon is the snake. Oh, um, does, does he have snake powers always? Like, can he still turn into a he, snake now? He doesn't. Oh, come but on, maybe man. He could. I don't know. But <laughs> if anyway. I could turn into a snake at will, I would all the time. <laughs> so, <laughs> imagine how easy it is to travel around as a snake. You don't have to pay for the for an Uber. You have to. I mean, it's still probably like just as physically taxing as running there. Nah, dude. Have you see, ever seen the efficiency with which a snake slithers? Yeah. And technically, he should have legs. So why? Because the serpent had legs before God removed them as a curse. What? You gotta read your Bible, man. That's not in the Bible. It is most certainly it in the Bible. It is not in the, the Bible. The serpent walked on four legs. Until it convinced Eve to eat from the apple, and then as a punishment, God removed the legs, and then it was cursed what to slither. What Bible are you reading? It was cursed to slither on its belly for the rest of time. You didn't read the Bible, man. You didn't Google read it. the Bible. Google it. Oh, man. I am happy to Google this. All right. Um, okay. In the meantime, while Welcome I'm- to the weekly regular <laughs> theological debate uh, stage. Um... Okay, let me finish this thing about. Uh, uh, Are we about to do an exegesis right now? <laughs> right. An exegesis of Nazareth? Um, Genesis one. Here we go. Okay, so good or omens. Just Google what I said. It basically. Uh, <laughs> It's it's playing with that idea, and there's yeah. this angel and demon who are on Earth the whole time, and they're like they have tasks, and they who gives them the tasks? They do God miracles. and the devil, perspectively, right? So there's respectively, there's like a heaven and a hell where they get commands from, but uh-huh. then there's also like God who's like above, above everything, and so I like where this is going. They get word that Armageddon is coming, and it's uh-huh. going to be the end of the world, and the Antichrist is coming, and there's the four horsemen, and they're like, but I like croissants. <laughs> not not quite um but you also see them all throughout history and so they the angel and demon have kind of formed an odd friendship together mm-hmm. and they decide that they actually really like it on earth and they want to stop armageddon from happening and so they want to stop the end of the world and as they start to get into that and ask questions it's kind of uh, what the angel bumps up against is he's like, hey, none of this makes sense. <laughs> well, no, he, yeah, he's like, hey, I think we can avoid this war. And they're like, why would we avoid it? The point is to have a war so that we can win it. Yeah, man, um, war is what we do. <laughs> right, exactly. So anyway, I'm saying all of this because uh, there's a Christian group this week. Of course there called is. Called Return to Order. 
that says they have a petition. Nah, dude, that's your uh, that's your Dungeons and Dragons game you play every. <laughs> that's your Dungeons and Dragons group. Are you Return a mage? to order. Return to order. It's you and and four other dudes that meet. I mean, your living room every Thursday. That's a separate return to order. Uh, <laughs> gotcha. No affiliation with the, the main one. Return to the first order. Um, the first order, exactly. It has it's a Star Wars flavored uh, Dungeons and Dragons <laughs> game, not affiliated with this Christian group. <laughs> um, they uh, said this week they have a petition with twenty thousand signatures, demanding that Netflix remove the show, but it's on Amazon. <laughs> But yeah, I can make that happen. <laughs> right, exactly. Oh, this man. It's a pawn shop. But yeah, I can do that. <laughs> okay. Uh, here we go. Here we go. Creation story going through. Yada, yada, yada. That's Genesis 1. Can you 1. just Google scripture about the serpent legs? No, man. I'm going I'm going to the text. <laughs> this is going to take forever. Uh-huh, 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 uh-huh. If you start reading about Israelites, you've gone too far. Uh-huh. <laughs> they were naked and they felt no shame. Great. Got it. That's me, dude. Uh, yeah, you're naked right now, and I feel shame for <laughs> always. you. You know how, like, uh, Tobias Funke is a never nude? I'm an always nude. <laughs> I never wear cutoffs. <laughs> uh, now, the serpent was more crafty than any of the wild animals the Lord mm-hmm. God had made. He said to the woman, did God really say you must eat from the tree? Not you must not eat from any tree in the garden? The woman said to the serpent, we may eat fruit, blah, 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 blah. You will not certainly die, the serpent said to the woman. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Cool. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So serpents were not only cursed with not being able to walk, but they also were cursed to not be able to speak ever again. <laughs> the woman said, the serpent deceived me, and I ate. This is uh, 3.14. Okay, let's see what it says. So the Lord God said to the serpent, because you have done this, oh, wow. cursed are you above all livestock and all wild animals. Mm-hmm. You will crawl on your belly oh, wow. That's and interesting. you will eat dust all the days of your life. That's and I will put enmity between you and the woman and between hmm. your offspring and hers. He will crush your head and you will strike his heel. Okay. There was nothing about legs, though. In 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 a lot of translations, it, it it's 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 heavily implied there that the snake before it had to crawl was a its Komodo belly. dragon. Yes, essentially, <laughs> it didn't have to crawl before, and now it does. Interesting. So. Come on, man. Man, this today's episode is all over the place. Yeah, man. I have a master's of divinity. I thought you knew that. <laughs> um, thank you so much, Reverend Asan, for. Uh, Informing me. Anything else about theology? Theology you'd like to know? Um, not theology. Okay. What um, else? What else you got? Um, the last thing I have is there is a new mobile game out called Harry Potter. Harry Potter Wizards Unite. I thought it was called Harry Potter. I'm like, that's a weird name. Go on. Harry Potter apostrophe D. Yeah, you got Harry Potter. Uh, what is it? Harry Potter Wizards Unite. It's the, from the makers of Pokemon Go. Oh, God, no. It was just released. So, <laughs> you bought it? Be on the lookout. I have not bought it, no. Oh, God. But if you... You so, just walk around casting spells on people? Uh, like, pointing I, your phone at them and swiping, and it, like, turns them into a frog? Right. Uh, I guess there's like creatures and stuff you can get and the same i didn't i don't really know i'm not that into harry potter yeah. but yeah there's spells and stuff oh and you can run around. um <sighs> no man I don't, i'm not interested in harry if, potter's well whack. so if you want to shut one of these people down um because i know you don't know anything about harry potter mm-hmm. um all you need to do is yell avada kadabra at them. what does that mean that that's a, a murder spell Oh, <laughs> that like kills the person, and then also you immediately—well, not immediately—but it turns like, their iPhone off. <laughs> <laughs> I wish. No, you get sent to like prison in uh, 
if you get caught using that spell mm-hmm. in Harry Potter Land. Not Harry Potter Land, Universal Studios. Been, I mean, in the world. <laughs> the, in, the wizarding world of Harry in Potter. In the wizarding world of Harry Potter. The fictional place, not the Universal Do Studios. Do you go to the Azkaban prison? Um, in, in Harry Potter yeah, world? Yeah, where you become a prisoner of Azkaban? Yes. Yeah. Um, no, so dude, anyway. you're thinking of Astrovan is what you're thinking of. <laughs> no, you're thinking of Ford Windstar. <laughs> No, you're thinking of uh, you're thinking of Cones of Dunshire, Winds of Tremora. <laughs> no, you're thinking of the Cone Heads that movie. <laughs> no, nah, you're thinking of movie? Ghostbusters. <laughs> Is Dan Aykroyd in both? Yes, he's in Ghostbusters, right? Yeah. All right, the game goes on. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Uh, no, you're thinking of Daniel Day Lewis. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're thinking of Sandra Day O'Connor. <laughs> Um, is it Sandra Dade or Sandra Day? Day. Sandra Day O'Connor is what I mean. Um, no, you're thinking of Sandra Bullock, though. No, you're thinking of Bollocks. No, you're thinking of Bono. <laughs> no, you're thinking of Boston is what you're thinking of. The band, not the place. No, you're thinking of Austin, the place. <laughs> not the band? There's no band, no. <laughs> <laughs> nah, dude, you're thinking of, uh, you're thinking of autism. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, you're thinking of. It's, it's, never mind. What? 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 Nothing. It's funny. Those words are very close to each other, and I've never thought of that. But like one letter different. No, you're thinking of Austin three sixteen. <laughs> no, you're thinking of John three sixteen. No, you're thinking of John Wick three <laughs> sixteen sixteen. <laughs> all right. All right. No, you're thinking of a three-wick candle. But anyway, um, <laughs> which we have right, right here, here on the table. Open it up. What scent is that? It's from uh, Bath and Body Works. Oh, that's my that's my and store. It's um, it's uh, it's by it's a it's called Vol- Voluspa or Voluspa. It's French Cade and lavender. Can I smell it? Yeah, it's. I'm good. a big scents guy. I don't know if you know this about me. I love lavender. Lavender smells so good. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, it smells that's good. good. So this episode what is a, brought to you by Bath and Body Works. What uh, what, what fla- when you go get your car wash at the car wash mm-hmm. uh, once every ten years, I guess, yeah. judging by your car. Uh, <laughs> me too. I'm not gonna lie. Um, is what, that what that hashtag means? Yeah. Okay. Uh, what what fla- what scent uh, car freshener do you get? Like the little tree thing when, um, when they ask you. The last time I went for a car wash was a very long time ago, mm-hmm. and it was like one of the drive-through places, so uh-huh. they didn't give me one of those. Oh, really? You've so, never yeah. gone to like a, a hand wash place where they give you one? No, I'm not rich, man. It's like <laughs> it's like ten bucks. Uh, no, if you drive an SUV, it can be expensive. Like I usually, if I go to a car wash, like one of those hand wash places, I usually pay about thirty dollars on a Oh no, man! No, but it's so good. Like no, they clean wait, the outside, the tires, the rims. They clean the inside. You've they seen vacuum, my car though. They vacuum. They wipe everything off. But my uh, car's got two hundred thousand miles on it, so just everything. So I, the inside shouldn't be clean. <laughs> no, man. Everything it has to look like, like it has two hundred thousand. Yes. Yeah, I call my. I, I joke. Call my car the Indiana Jones ride because oh my gosh, it is like a big boxy green SUV. Like you're gonna blame the the rough ride on your car <laughs> and not the way you drive. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> uh, what else you got? Um, okay, I got that's it for uh, movie stuff. I mm-hmm. do want to talk about Black Mirror, uh, but then I have a couple. I have some tech stuff and I have some world news. Oh no, no Juneteenth, no Juneteenth news, huh? That was what I wanted to segue directly to right now. Okay. 
Let's, is let's go it into was, it. It was June. Please, please tell me everything you've got you've got about Juneteenth. <laughs> it was Juneteenth this last week. Yeah, happy it was. Juneteenth. How did you celebrate? Um, I was with you. Oh uh-huh. yeah. Uh-huh. And I told you, um, happy Juneteenth. That's true. Because it was just past me a midnight. crisp fifty dollar bill. <laughs> I said, "Here you go. We good." You're like, "I wish Harriet was on it. We're we're getting there." Uh, she's gonna be on the twenty. Oh, on the twenty? Yeah. Oh, even better. Which, I, which is crazy. Yeah. She but, should be on the hundred dollar bill. But surprise. What's Ben Franklin ever done? <laughs> well, no, the twenty's a bigger deal because there's way more twenties in circulation. Yeah, but hundreds is fire. <laughs> <laughs> I only throw hundreds when I'm at the strip club. Well, yeah, but like, because people say like, "Good Benjamin Franklin's on the hundred. Yeah. They'll say like you know, Benjis, yeah, like Tubbins doesn't work. <laughs> Some tubbies, tubbies. throwing tubbies, <laughs> throwing hair, C- throwing, throwing, throwing Harrys. <laughs> you don't want to say Harry at a strip club, dude. <laughs> Look at these Harrys at a strip club. That sounds that sounds problematic. No, no, no the money, the money. Look at these Harrys. They please don't call them Harrys. Sorry, tubbies. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to get kicked out so fast. Um, Yeah, it was Juneteenth. Uh, Juneteenth is... You know what's funny? Uh, Despite me being a black man, I was not... (laughs) I was not raised. My Thank family you for saying it that way. Uh, yeah, my family did not grow up celebrating Juneteenth. I feel like it's more of like a um, a Southern uh, thing, and oh, I could okay. be completely wrong about that. But yeah, our family never grew up celebrating it. Like we celebrated Kwanzaa growing up. Yeah. We celebrated, you know, things like that. But Juneteenth was not a particular one that we celebrated. Yeah, me neither. Yeah, no, that's weird, dude. I figured you would because you, you guys do celebrate Kwanzaa. <laughs> you big, guys play big Kwanzaa. You guys play Moncala. Uh huh. You know what Moncala is? <laughs> it's, it's some kind of like dice game. No, or, it's not. Uh, it's that game that it's like a, a, a rectangular board uh-huh, and it yeah, has like yeah, different. Yeah. Is the one with the carved the, out circles and you like the beads? It's one of those ones that like in the the gift box that you <laughs> yes. get at Christmas with like a hundred games yeah. in it or whatever. Mm-hmm. That's one of them, right? Yeah, it's the one that you never play. Yeah. Yeah. That and backgammon. Yeah, I don't know what backgammon yeah, is. Yeah, that's the, the the game my parents play. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, um, so it was Juneteenth, a celebration of black freedom from slavery, and technically it's like the last, uh, the last like province I don't know or city in Texas to like get word of right. freedom for slaves and stuff. Which like that. is crazy because in those days, like they didn't have a because it took so long. Mm-hmm. For the news to get there, yes, yeah. I wonder, as it spread, did people like believe it, or they'd be like, "No, you're <laughs> you're making this up." Yeah, I'm, I'm sure that. I mean, that's kind of isn't that kind of like. The, or was everyone just super trusting? <laughs> like this guy is probably telling us the truth. No, I'm I'm sure it took some because that's big news. Yeah, and I'm sure there are people that held out as long as they could who were like, "I'm not setting my slaves free. You can come yeah. prying for my cold dead fingers." Right. And, and they did eventually. <laughs> like, All right. That's what the Civil War was. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, so, yeah. Juneteenth happened. Um, it's also a really good episode of Atlanta. So, go watch the oh, okay. Juneteenth episode of Atlanta. But, um, yeah. Uh, what else you got? Um, okay. Uh, two tech world things. Um, uh-huh. One about Facebook and one about Tesla. Okay, let's start with... Pick your poison. Let's start with Tesla. Okay. Tesla. So te- te- tezel, uh, Tesla Thompson, I mm-hmm. think, is the... 
Yeah. Uh, actually, oh man, no, that's something. Tesla Thompson is. Oh, that's <laughs> that's a two prov. That's that's the name of the two prov team. I I am on with me and my buddy Scott. That's what it is. We whenever we do improv together. Have you guys? We've done together? we've done one. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> together. We we so have. I was imp- like, I feel like Tesla Thompson. Have, I didn't make that up. We have improvised a lot together as part of other things, but our like two man duo thing has only happened once and it was called tesla thompson gotcha um well tesla um the company they just announced um that they have an arcade mode in the tesla and here's how it works arcade mode okay arcade fire mode yes (laughs) in (laughs) in inside the car yes okay um you have to be parked okay and they stress um do not hit the gas pedal yeah, because course. you have the full like the big iPad ish screen there, uh-huh. and then you can go to arcade mode. And you can play a bunch of games, including racing games. Mm-hmm. And if you play a racing game, you can turn the steering wheel and hit the brake, as like in the actual car to control the video game. But okay, so you don't need to accelerate in the game. The car is always accelerating. Yes, okay, always accelerating. That's good. But they say like, don't touch the accelerator specifically of course because i mean i don't i feel like know. maybe don't put a racing game in the car then right <laughs> this sounds like a disaster waiting to happen yeah um yeah i actually uh, a few years ago came up with basically the, the same idea but but better which was I oh, wanted, okay i wanted to mix an app that's a mix between like Waze and pokemon go um, which is just a Mario Kart GPS app. So <laughs> you know a how terrible idea. You know how on ways how you can you like drive around and you can like honk at your buddies and you like collect little coins and stuff. No, I just wanted I didn't to be, know that. Yeah. Oh, you can do that. Oh my god. I just want it to be straight up Mario Kart. Like <laughs> I'm racing. Shells? Yeah, man. And and then you get hit by a turtle shell and it's like, hey, your car disables for yeah. 10, <laughs> ten minutes. Um, that's. I don't think that's any unsafer than the the Tesla Arcade. It's a little unsafer. You're driving. <laughs> well, six of one, half a dozen of the other. And they they announced this at E3 because I remember seeing uh, uh, a thing where Elon Musk was at E3. I'm like, why is Elon Musk at E3? Mm-hmm. He must just like video games. But they were talking about because he partnered with like a video game developer in order to put more games into the tesla and they were like talking about they did like a panel type thing at e3 that's a really expensive um yeah. game system to buy into yeah like, well i think it's like sixty thousand dollars yeah and i th- those games <laughs> and i think the, i mean i think he's trying to ease people into the idea of like in the future we won't need to drive these cars so he's trying to ease people into the idea of figuring out other things to do in your car when you're not driving it because when it gets to the point where not, you know ninety five percent of the cars on the road are self driving, can you imagine? There's a self driving car going down the road, and the guy is playing the game, so he's like turning the wheel all crazy, but his car's just going straight. Yeah, that's gonna be sick, dude. That's, it's like bad improv. <laughs> like, what is happening? Like, yeah, exactly. It's bad improv. The car. Oh man. Um. Yeah. No. I. I think Elon Musk is crazy, but I think he's using his powers for good. Yeah. Uh, what's the Facebook news? Um, Facebook um, announced that they're launching their own cryptocurrency, which is called <sighs> Libra. Oh, it's man. coming next year. 
Um, there, you're it, probably super excited. I'm super not excited. Actually. Okay. Uh, there's 28 partner organizations, including PayPal, Spotify, and eBay. Um, oh and wow! I, I guess it's not something. That not Amazon. Uh, I don't think that surprises me. Yeah, I don't think Amazon. Okay. Um, it's not something you would want to invest in, like Bitcoin. Right. It's but, just an online currency. Yeah, use. yeah. Yeah. They're envisioning it as like just the general online currency that you yeah, buy th- stuff and then you can between all these platforms. Yeah, and I think their goal it sounds like their goal is like they want people to really invest in face in the community of Facebook. Right. Rather than Facebook as like a like a source of entertainment or news. So like it feels like they want people to be able to like because I think it if they are smart and paying attention, which I think they are, obviously, like if you, I mean, I talk to my girlfriend about this all the time. Like she really is into like looking at the news feed on Venmo. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, she like likes even though she you can't see the dollar amounts of what people are sending. Yeah, like she likes just looking at and seeing who's paid who yeah. and the little emojis attached to it. Like she finds it interesting. Like oh, not so much that yeah. she, she sits for an hour and scrolls through, but like if she just did a transaction, she'll look at the recent transactions like, Oh, that's cool. Somebody sent this, this. Cause I think it's cool to see, like, I think part of it is like, it's cool to see who knows each other. Like, cause, cause it only shows you people that like you have, as contacts in your phone so like it's you're like you see like these connections that you didn't know people had you know what i mean it's like oh i didn't know this person knows that person and i definitely didn't know they were paying them for something you know what i mean which is no they were getting manicures together oh brandon gave you know johnny ten dollars or not ten dollars but gave him a something that equaled a cactus emoji i wonder what that is you know is that kind of thing so well there's a lot of uh eggplants uh being exchanged (laughs) between asan and brandon this is weird they must be super into health over there um uh, they're eating a lot of curry over there. Um, no, so if there's that, uh, I think there there's a lot of community in sort of. I think I think where social media, the new sort of like like the new realm for social media is going to be in finances and like sort of like community finance mm. stuff. And like you're already seeing it with that like Earnin app and stuff like that. I don't know if you've seen those commercials. Mm. There's an app called Earnin. If you watch Hulu, you see Earnin, it all like the time. Apostrophe like yes, like earning, but with a, a apostrophe in. It's an app where you connect it to your bank and you connect it to your um, like you you connected to where you work so you have to it has to be like a nine-to-five job or like a job with like a regular pay thing where you track your time because basically at the end of every work day or once you've completed hours of work you can cash those hours out instead of having to wait two weeks to get your paycheck it sounds like a payday advance it's not because it's not a loan in the sense that like it's direct access to so on the the apps end it feels like a loan to them because they technically don't have the money yet but for all intents and purposes for you in a practical sense it's not a loan because it's it's tied to your it's tied to your paycheck so what you will get is exactly what you have access to so you could get paid every day essentially so if like so, if, so <laughs> say you get paid yeah so say like after after say after a week's worth of work you normally get paid $500 uh, you can cash out a hundred dollars a day if you wanted to. So, as someone who freelances and gets paid 
randomly. You at, wouldn't be able to do this. Right. Well, no. But I, like, crave a regular paycheck. Right. It's just like, hey, every two weeks, just send me a big lump sum. Yeah. Uh, that seems crazy to me to want to shift to that. Yeah. But for someone who works, you know, a normal job and come into some financial hardship or something and, yeah. hey, man, I need a hundred bucks today and I can't wait till next Friday. Like, and, you know, whatever the, the case may be, I can for sure it's being being helpful, especially people who are working like minimum wage or like um, like tip based jobs that yeah. like like servers and stuff like in the service industry i could see it being a and it's free like it's a completely free app you have there's an optional um i don't know if it's 100 percent optional but there's like a tip function and they stress that in the commercial it's like you just tip whatever you feel is uh whatever you feel like whatever you think to you the should, company you tip? to the company but it's like the community of it so th- that's how they make mm. that's how they make their money essentially this feels really sketchy no something it, feels off how is it off uh, a company that's like we don't well, need to make money. Well, you know how they're making how every company is making their money now. They're taking your spending habits and selling, selling that information. It, yeah. <laughs> so like, it, oh, it's like, well, how could it be free? It must be sketchy. No, it's not sketchy unless you consider them selling your spending habits to other people. Sketchy. Right. Then it is sketchy. Well, but there's nothing like, you know what I mean? It's not like you know. It's it's like a real thing. It's like the opposite. Um, an inverted business model of Venmo because Venmo mm-hmm. if I Venmo you 50 bucks um, it just sits on your Venmo account and you don't actually have the money and you have to transfer it mm-hmm. and either you transfer it to your debit card and then it's like a whatever percent mm-hmm. fee or you transfer to the bank but it takes a couple days and so they're buying time and if they can hang on to that money for any amount of time then they can invest it in stuff and they can do whatever mm-hmm. but this is the exact opposite because they're mm-hmm. paying you first before they even get paid, mm-hmm. that's crazy. But this feels like this feels like the movie pass of <laughs> payment apps. I, I don't think so because they really don't have anything to lose. Because I mean, it's tied a lot of money. How it's tied to your paycheck. So as soon as your paycheck clears, the bank yeah, to but be they're not going to make money. Yes, they are. Because I guess if they sell the info. That's the only reason this company yeah. exists. Like, they can say, oh, it's because we really want to help people who may be in a hard time and need their money now. Okay, yeah, that's part of it. But the main reason this company exists and the main reason they have commercials all over Hulu is because some venture capitalist firm was like, hey, you know what would be a great way to sell some data? Is if we know exactly how people spend their paycheck and, like, how they budget their paycheck. Like, retailers... Anybody would kill any kind of online merchant would kill for that information. That's true. So yeah. they're I'm sure they're set to make trillions from not maybe not trillions, but they're set to make billions for the amount of yeah. data they're gonna collect on not only how people spend their money not even necessarily how people spend their money, because it's not about like they you're not making any transactions from it, but like knowing how you budget your what the money you make. Like and and being able to trend out all that information, all the data points, like, dude, they're gonna they're gonna clean up. Yeah, I guess we'll see. And you know what's crazy is like there's nothing regulating that. Right. It's like they could sell that information to any company for any amount of money, and like no one knows that the sale took place. No yeah. one knows for how much money, and they don't have to tell anyone. What is that information then being used to? Doesn't matter. Right. Like you know what I mean? Oh, like, actually, related to Facebook. Uh, <laughs> And, and related to this, um, I have this in my notes from last week, and I don't think we talked about it. Um, or did we talk about it? I don't know. 
But Facebook has a uh, Facebook research now. Where no, you, we didn't talk about this. Okay. So it's a an app you can install. It's only on Android. Um, an app you can install on your phone. And, but here's why. It basically gives Facebook root access to your phone. <laughs> and so that Facebook can monitor everything that you do. And what's the upside for the consumer? They give this? you gift cards back in an unspecified amount of money to an unspecified place. Oh my the, God. You have to like apply, or I think you have to be invited or apply to the yeah. thing to be part of it. And it has to be Android because iPhone is like too encrypted to be able to go that right. that Apple's deep not playing the, that. Right. <laughs> They're but, like, no, no one's going to sell. If anyone's going to sell this data, it's going to be us. <laughs> <laughs> um, Trust me, it's not altruistic. <laughs> Apple just wants all the money. Um. Yeah. So, yeah, talking about mining people's Dude, data. Yeah, we got to figure out a way to get a large num- a large amount of data to, so we can sell it to somebody. <laughs> to well, rush Russia um, or something. Podcast analytics. Actually, I, I have a couple podcast analytics things to talk to you about as well, You too. think anyone's interested in the data on our podcast? We'll save that for the end. <laughs> well, no, because we talked about Australia that one time. Oh, okay. Cool. So, I have some updates on that. All right. Um, I have some world news. Um, I feel like I am dominating the topics. No, we're though. both talking. You're have... just guiding us through it. Okay. Do you have? I, any... I didn't. I didn't have a lot of. I, I. I sat. I sat and played video games all week. <laughs> um. Yeah. Most of my stuff is Black Mirror related. Okay. Great. We're, so we'll get there. Yeah. Um, okay. I got three. I bits. did see a pretty gnarly news article with a picture of a huntsman spider eating a possum. Whoa. That was pretty crazy. But sorry, I keep going. A spider eating a possum. So, uh, yeah, I guess we can hit this while we're here. Um, that's what she said. Uh, there is a cl- someone posted. Someone was staying at a lodge, like a ski lodge or something like that, and they po- they walked into the kitchen. Um, and like the picture is already, nuts. my wife has checked out of this story. <laughs> so, and like on, on the, like the, you know, like the cabinets that are like kind of on the, you know, up against the wall, like on the ceiling kind of, there's a, there's a, they see like something hanging and they're like, what is it? Is there like, oh, is that like a possum like on our cabinet? And it is a possum on the cabinet, except they look a little higher and the possum is being held and it is, it is being eaten <laughs> by a huntsman spider. Do you know what a huntsman spider is? No, but it sounds bad. A huntsman spider is imagine a tarantula, but bigger and not covered in fur. So it's like essentially the size of my hand, like okay. spread open like that. And it is holding this like baby possum, and the possum is like twice the size of the hamster or of the of the spider. So that shows you how big, how strong the spider. And it's holding it by like its front two legs and its mouth and stuff. It'd be crazy if it was a hamster holding the possum. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and the, the spider's eating both. <laughs> uh, so it's it's crazy, and I, I think it's called the huntsman spider because it doesn't spin webs to catch prey it just and like yeah it just tackles he's, him he's hunting for sport <laughs> yeah he just goes out and grabs it and it's like and it's hanging like it's just, it's looks it's the craziest picture he's i've like, ever hey, seen possum, how fast can you run <laughs> yeah, yeah it's the greatest greatest game ever played by a spider hold on let me show you this picture you're oh. gonna be like what yeah and it went viral because of course right i'm very excited for this Eating, eating possum. And apparently, there's a video of it, but I, I don't want to watch the video. You're gonna be like, you want to oh, sleep tonight? Yes. Imagine walking into your kitchen, and this is what you see. <laughs> that's unbelievable, dude. Like that's crazy. Wow. That's the craziest thing I've ever seen. <laughs> 
Oh man! Here, here's here is here's it from another angle, and this really kind of gives you the size of it because you can see the microwave for scale. Oh, that's my. how big the spider is. Uh, like, like you have to get a gun. You, there's no <laughs> yeah, like hitting that with anything is not gonna work. No. So like it. So that's how big it is. Like, and it's and it's in the kitchen on a cabinet. Imagine waking up right. It's the middle of the night. <laughs> you wake up and. Uh, your wife is in the bathroom, like using the bathroom, and that that's the noise that kind of gently wakes you up. You hear the sink turn on. You're like, oh, my wife's up. I'm going to be the Foley guy for this. You tell the story. Yeah, you're like, you're sleeping, and then you hear the sink come on, and you're like, oh, man, oh, face up. I wonder what time it is. Oh, it's, it's only two in the morning. Sweet. I got four more hours of sleep. Tight. And you turn over to like where her, she normally lays, and you look at her pillow, and that thing is on her <laughs> pillow staring at you. Breathing. Like, that's my first thought. If I'm this family in this lodge and I walk into the kitchen and see that, I'm like, I could have been sleeping and that thing could have been on my face. Like, that's... They say that um, you eat, like, eight spiders a year in your sleep. Can yeah. you imagine eating that in your sleep? <laughs> imagine waking up with that thing, like, with its leg just in your mouth and you're like, what am I, what am I tasting? And oh, you're is just... that honey barbecue? <laughs> oh. Dude... That's I'm crazy. glad I don't live in a part of the world where these things exist. <laughs> like, I, I'm so glad I live in Southern California, where oh. the only animal we have to worry about is, like, sharks if we get in the ocean and, like, bears if we go high enough into the mountains. Right. <laughs> Stay in the middle and you're fine. Yeah. There's traffic, but you're fine. Oh, man. Um, like, I don't understand why anyone, uh, why anyone uh, lives in Australia. <laughs> Right. Or wherever this was. But Australia is... It is very likely it was Australia. Yeah. Um, okay, I have a, a bit of world news. Uh, a, a couple things. Um, news from around the world. One of these you are going to be so stoked about. Okay. Um, there's a city in Norway that is trying to become the first time-free zone. Sick. Uh, because... It's it's an island in Norway called Samaroy, but the last O has a line through it, like a slash. I don't know how it's pronounced. Um, but in the summer, the sun doesn't set for uh, like 70 days a year. Oh my God. The sun just never sets. And then it's the opposite in winter. It never rises. 70 days of night. So they are trying to have no time zone whatsoever. It's no time. It's just you're there. Well, in a place where the sun never goes down, I think the, that's the place where they need time the most. <laughs> ironically. Yeah, ironically. Because otherwise like, you're going to go crazy. Yeah, and how else do you know how to govern your life and when to sleep? Like, how else do you know? Yeah. Just whenever you get tired? So people are just sleeping at random times? <laughs> yeah, it's got to be like a chaotic yeah, that's, uh, little island. Like, if anywhere doesn't need time, it's like the United States. And like people along, like people, like countries roughly in the same. That operate on a 24 hour schedule anyway. Yeah, that are like somewhat near the equator for the most part. Cause right. like we can go off the sun. You know what I mean? Like the sun sets and rises pretty much the same all year round. <laughs> like those places need a system to. Right. Cause when you're in 35 <laughs> days into no sunlight, how do you know when anything is? You need someone to go, go to sleep. <laughs> yeah. Or wake up for You're that matter. Tired. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> you just stay in bed. That's that's crazy. Yeah. No, if anything, California should eliminate time. Like we know what time it is. <laughs> that's what threw me off so much about going to Minneapolis because I don't because it, it's so far north. I don't know if we talked about this last week. Yeah, we did. But it's so far north that like right now in the summertime. Uh, the sun stays out until like 9.30 p.m. So like in California, like I can look at the sky and know roughly what time it is. Like, oh, if the sun is at this point in the sky, it's probably 6.30, 7 o'clock. Yeah, you're always looking up, like licking your thumb. Yeah, I have a sundial on my terrace out here. (laughs) My terrace. (laughs) Uh, Does anyone use that word? (laughs) Uh, It's like my foyer. Black people say foyer. Foyer. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But yeah, like... That's what threw me off about Minneapolis. Like I couldn't tell what time it was because it'd be nine thirty, but the sun is still shining. Yeah, it's crazy. Um, Everywhere so, else in the world that isn't Southern California makes no sense. <laughs> Everywhere else that isn't Southern California sucks. <laughs> no, I, I kind of I don't like, understand. I, I kind of feel that way. <laughs> um, that that as someone who didn't grow up in Southern California, um, actually, and just for all of our listeners. I'm super. I'm on our listeners' side. I'm annoyed uh, for them. Really? Yeah, that's a very like Southern California thing. No, but what what's what does the rest of the it's world like, have? Oh, that's- Elysium is cooler than the rest of the Earth. <laughs> well, yeah, sure, <laughs> great, but the rest of us have to live here. So yeah, well, that no, apparently no one has heard that because people are still coming to LA. <laughs> And I'm like, it's too expensive. Don't come here. Don't do it. There's traffic. People continue to move here, and it's crazy. But yeah, no, it's like perfect here. We have everything. It it just gets a little hot sometimes. No, uh, you know, it's it cooled down this week. Yeah, it's pretty perfect compared to other places. You don't have to put up with a lot of other stuff. But that's true. All right. Um, Okay. Separately from Norway, um, we're gonna jump across the pond. I don't know if there's a pond between there and the UK, but um, there is. Okay, are you does does the name Bodie McBoatface mean anything to you? No. Okay. Good. I'm so glad I get to tell you the entire story. Okay. So a couple years ago, <laughs> how long is this gonna take? <laughs> so a couple years ago, uh-huh. there was a, a scientific research vessel, uh-huh. um, this brand new like giant research boat that the British government made and um, needed a name for. Mm-hmm. And so they put out a petition online and people could put in their own submissions of, <laughs> I like where this of is names and then the public voted on it. <laughs> so what happened? They could never do this in America. Because <laughs> so, it would have been way worse than Bodie McBoatface. So, I can tell you that now. <laughs> Bodie McBoatface won the competition by a landslide. It would have been like... Like, cuck 69, <laughs> blaze it, 420. You know what I mean? <laughs> if it was, yes. Or just like, or just the N-word. You know what I mean? <laughs> They'd be like, we have to. Everyone wants it. Um, so, Bodie McBoatface uh, won the competition, the naming competition. Mm-hmm. And then the organization went, no, we're not going to name it that. <laughs> and so they named it the RR, the RRS Sir David Attenborough. Oh, that's so lame. Dude. You know who David Attenborough is? Like right? the King of England or something? No. He's, he's a director, right? He, no, he's the nature documentary guy. <laughs> oh, Anytime is you he see related nature... to Richard Attenborough? Isn't there a Richard Attenborough? Is. No, you're thinking of Richard Gere. <laughs> no, dude, you're thinking of Top Gear, the British show. Are you thinking of Top Gun, the Tom Cruise movie? <laughs> No, you're thinking of Jamie. Jamie's got a gun. Um, no, you're thinking of Jamie Smiles, the song <laughs> from in, uh, Just, Just Friends. Friends. No, you're thinking of Just Friends by Music Soul Child. <laughs> no, you're thinking of Justin Timberlake from NSYNC. 
No, you're thinking of uh, you're thinking of Jessica Biel, wife of Justin Timberlake. I'm pretty sure you're thinking of Jessica Simpson, ex-wife of Nick Lachey. No, you're thinking of J.C. Chazé from Insane. Ah, no, you're thinking of Jay-Z, the rapper, and husband Jay-Z of, of Beyonce. <laughs> okay, so Bodie McBoatface. Let's let's keep going. Let's Do keep going. Do you think going. anyone's ever rhymed with Beyonce, Beyonce and fiancé in a rap? Of course. That's the only rhyme there is. My chick looked like Beyonce, Jay-Z's former fiancé. Right. Yeah? Yeah. I mean, it's it's obvious. There's nothing else that rhymes. You're obvious. <laughs> That's, that sounds like a step up from basic. Oh, man, you're so obvious. <laughs> you should start saying that. <laughs> like, obviously you would do that. Yeah. You're so obvious. Totally obvious. Um, so, Bodie McBoatface, they named it the RRS <laughs> Sir David Attenborough, um, but there's an, an unmanned sub on board that they um, decided to name Bodie McBoatface mm-hmm. to, like, throw a bone to the internet. Um, and this week, Bodie McBoatface um, made significant climate change discoveries on its first mission. Um, and this is so funny to me. Uh, this is an actual quote from Eleanor Fragka Williams. Eleanor Rigby is who you're yeah. thinking of. <laughs> no, the game of rugby is what you're thinking of. <laughs> Okay, so no, the show Rugrats is what you're thinking of? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Just give up. You, you're not going to do it. You're not no, going to do it. I don't it. have it. Too much dead air. Aristocrats I think, I think, is what you're thinking of. <laughs> I think the rule should be you get five seconds and then the shot clock. And goes, then it's over. Yeah. 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 You said yeah. aristocrats? Yeah. No, aristocats. Aristocats. Is what you're thinking of. <laughs> Sorry, cats. The, the Broadway musical is what you're thinking of. No, dude. Um, Three. Four. Five. That's it. Okay. All right. So this is an actual quote from Eleanor Fragka Williams. Uh-huh. Um, she said, and this is published in like a journal. Like a scientific journal. The data from Bodie McBoatface gave us a completely new way of looking at the deep ocean. The path taken by Bodie created a spatial view of the turbulence near the seafloor. I think it's wonderful that <laughs> she calls serious it scientists <laughs> Bodie are referring to Bodie. That's funny. Oh, man. Yeah, they couldn't have done that in the United States. No. It would be, yeah, it'd be far worse. Um, okay, so uh, Black Mirror Season 5 um, is out. Let's get into it. Now, full disclosure, I've not seen all the episodes. I've seen two of the three. You've seen all three. Yes. Okay, so I have seen Striking, Striking Vipers, and I have seen the one with Miley Cyrus in it. Yes. I don't remember what the name of that episode is. Let's, I don't know, but let's start with that one. Okay, that's the one I watched first. Yeah, so the the Instagram, I don't know if it's for, uh, Instagram. Oh, we're going to spoil all of this. So yeah, you can stop now. Starting now. Um, I don't know if the Netflix algorithm is the same for everyone, but when I like clicked the advertisement for this season, it started with that episode. Yeah. And I assumed it was the first episode because that's the one that played first. Yes. Um, so, Brandon, what did you think of this episode? <laughs> okay. So... You were like, hey, we should talk about Black Mirror um, in this next episode. And I was like, oh, yeah, cool. I haven't seen it yet. And you were like, cool. If you can only see one, see the Miley one. So I was thinking like, oh, this is going to be a good one. <laughs> and I'm a big Black Mirror fan. But as a whole, I really didn't like this season. Um, the episode you haven't seen uh, is my 
favorite. It's called like Peepers or something. Oh, no, uh, Smithereens. 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 Um, but this in particular, the Miley Cyrus episode. Uh-huh. Can you give me like a brief one sentence description of what Smithereens is about that's not spoilery? Because um, I haven't even looked yes. at the advertisement for it. Smithereens. Oh, that's not spoilery. Yeah. Just give me the setup. What is the setup? Like if I were going to describe Striking Vipers, I would say it's a story about a it's a story about a guy who gets super involved in a video game with his best friend. Okay, then um uh Smithereens then is about a hostage situation oh, okay. that I think the official description is that sets off an international crisis. Oh, interesting. Um, is it super spoilery if you give me the piece of technology that's involved? No. What's the technology? Social media. Oh, okay. I think I kind of know where that one's going. Um, but yeah. Okay. We'll, so well, the Miley, I seen it, but Miley, whatever. We'll Miley. come. Yeah. Um, we'll review it next step. Next episode. <laughs> First off, I was actually. Uh, I thought the best part was Miley's acting. I yeah. was like, no, her performance was well, well, her performance <laughs> as. Her performance as human Miley Cyrus was great. Yes. Um, yeah, and I thought she was the perfect person to cast yes. for that. Because of who she is in real life, there's like a good meta casting going on. Yes. So, other than that, <laughs> what I okay, so what I love about Black Mirror is that it shows like the dark sides of technology mm-hmm. in a very like deep and dark way, and then it always ends leaving like everything's terrible Mm -hmm. and you're like oh my gosh this is horrible Mm -hmm. and i feel like all three of these episodes were like uppers at the end Mm -hmm. um and this one in particular it just felt like it should have aired on like cbs after the big bang theory yeah um these also felt weirdly like american in their sensibilities yes and i far prefer the the british year yeah it didn't feel as classy it didn't feel as like Skeptical, like it didn't yes. feel as like, yeah. Um, so this episode, uh, just to give a brief overview if people haven't seen it, it's about uh, a girl. Well, the story, our main character is a girl in high school who is mm-hmm. obsessed ha- with is obsessed with the Miley Cyrus character who name her name is Ashley Ashley O. I think is her name. Yeah, and a big the girl, pop star. the girl is like uh, a social outcast. No one likes her at school. She has no friends. Her their, her mother is dead. She has a sister the same age, and they fight constantly. The and dad a, a is kind dad of like who's an exterminator working on a. a hold new hold thing. on, no! Before we get into any of that, let's just <laughs> let's just set it up. Uh, the dad is kind of like has thrown himself into his work and doesn't really doesn't really know how to be a parent without his wife. Yeah, and she finds comfort in a doll that is ba- it's like a little robotic like like gigapet looking doll that is a is a is basically merchandise from Ashley O. And it's it's been imbued with uh, her person with Ashley O's personality um, to a certain degree, just like her. And it learns also too is like a big part of it. Like the thing learns about who you are based on what you tell it. Um, and essentially, we learn that the Ashley O is kind of a prisoner of sorts to her management team led by her aunt. Uh, and she's been she's uh, been given some kind of nondescript drug that kind of sedates her and keeps her mm-hmm. willing to play ball. And eventually it's revealed that because she she hasn't been taking the medication they've been given her. And so in, in order to control her, they induce her into a coma. Um, 
and w- which introduces another weird form of technology where they're able to extract music ideas from her brain while she's in a coma. That where they're like, oh man, that's an F that's sharp. An F sharp. <laughs> yeah, that's a, a G flat. Oh, that's an A Same minor. Note. Keep going. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so they're able to extract the music from her while she's sleeping to essentially use use her without her own involvement to the highest degree. Well, it sounds terrible, and then they do the audio version of Zoom In, Enhance. Yes, they do all of that. Um, and so... And it's a banger. And so, one way or another, they are uh, they figure out a way to unlock all of Miley Cyrus's personality in the doll, and then the doll helps adult Miley Cyrus get out because it turns out they copied her brain entirely right no we're gonna get into the details but I just wanted to give them an overview of the plot and then the doll Miley Cyrus helps them break adult Miley Cyrus out of it and they get their revenge and blah 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 so (laughs) this episode if you couldn't tell by the brief quote-unquote plot description is bonkers and it's bonkers for a few, like a lot of different reasons i think the so let's let's stay macro before we get micro into the details yes i think to me this episode is very bad be- primarily because of the wild shifts in tone that take yeah. place like so the, the these episodes are an hour long The first 15 to 20 minutes of this episode is a very serious, very dour kind of story about this girl who has no friends Mm -hmm. and is kind of a social outcast because she's kind of weird. Like, it's not just that people don't like her, but she is weird. Like, she is obsessed with this celebrity. She doesn't believe in herself. She has no confidence. She thinks that if I dance like the celebrity at the school talent show, people are going to love me. And she does heartbreakingly bad yeah and it's just like why are we watching the sad tragedy of a life and then like (laughs) and so it's this very dour thing and then and then it kind of becomes this weird kind of like biopic of like this weird miley cyrus character and like this kind of b story about her aunt who's like this cartoonishly evil right like and then about halfway through the episode the Miley Cyrus doll wakes up, wakes up and they so they figure out that something's going wrong with the with the real Ashley O. So they take the doll, plug it into the computer and they notice her that da- her dad's like rat her dad's computer. like work computer because, yeah, all exterminators have like a work computer. Right. So they plug the doll into the work computer and it gives like a readout of the brain activity. And they, they're like, essentially, they're like, oh, it seems like there's a firewall around this part of the brain. Let's let's delete that. And they literally hit it delete, delete on the keyboard <laughs> and it opens up the rest of the doll's brain to the, the like the full Full, uh, fullness of her personality. Like swearing sassy Miley. Yeah, so, so whereas before it was just like a highly concentrated pr- portion of the Miley Cyrus personality, now it's her entirety. So it's, it's essentially a copy of Miley Cyrus's personality. And at that point, so at that point, it's full Miley Cyrus, and not just full Miley Cyrus, but it's Miley Cyrus being like a a Seth Rogen character. <laughs> like she's foul mouthed, and like it's supposed to be comic relief. There's supposed yeah. to, it's supposed to be add some levity to it, and she's like, "Oh, we gotta fucking do this, and we gotta like, we gotta stop that bitch, and we gotta, <laughs> right. you know what I mean?" And I'm like, "But <laughs> it's turned into like a buddy comedy, right? All of a sudden, and it's." And the reason why it doesn't read and why the tone shift feels drastically weird is because we don't get any of that 
Miley Cyrus personality from actual Miley Cyrus before we get to this point because yeah. she's kind of dour and detached the whole because well, she's of the on the meds right but to play devil's you gotta sh- yeah but you gotta show us what she's like off the meds right so like and honestly she's not taking the meds she's been stockpiling them yeah so wait like, a minute she shouldn't be she had like a hundred of them <laughs> yeah so she hasn't been taking it for three months, months. <laughs> yeah. so like we never got any hints of this personality from before so it, it seems like it comes out of left field and I remember I was watching this with my girlfriend and we just started laughing I'm like what show is this now like it just becomes something completely different and then at the end and then it becomes a fun romp to Miley Cyrus's weird Malibu house right it's just it's bad and then at the end she like breaks they're, so they're doing a presentation where they have Ashley forever and it's like a Tupac hologram that's like resizable mm-hmm. Uh, and they're just going to tour with this hologram. And then at the last minute, a car busts through, and the 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 main girl's sister, who's like this angsty rock and roll girl, um, she is driving the car, and they break through, and they're like, oh, man, what's happening? Oh, my gosh. Miley gets out of the car and gives her aunt the finger. I was like, what? And I yeah. literally said, what? Mm-hmm. And then the aunt goes, mm-hmm. Oh, oh, the aunt turns to the camera and I rewound it to double check. Mm-hmm. Turns to the camera and says, oh, fuck it. Yeah. And I was what like, is, what, what does that mean? Yeah. Like, uh, are you breaking the fourth wall? And then the worst part for me <laughs> was they then they like show the credits and then there's like a little post credits thing like Avengers style. Mm-hmm. And uh, now Miley is doing the music that she wants to do, which is like rock and music. And for some reason, that little girl from high school is in the band. Right. <laughs> and not even the, the main the character. The sister, her sister. Who's like the rock bass player or whatever. That's why, not... Speaking as a bass player, that's not how gigs work. <laughs> and also, why why did we have to have two characters? Like, why did the sister... Like, why did the main character have to have a sister? Right. Like, why, why couldn't... Why couldn't it have been her on the stage? Yeah, like, yeah. why couldn't it have just been one character? Like, I guess she... No, there is no reason. It's just clunky. And they're, like, the same age, but not really. Like, it's just weird. I'm it, just saying, I've saved many a hospitalized pop star, and I'm <laughs> still doing uh, doo-wop gigs at preschool, yeah. so... Yeah, the, you think the lifeguard that saved Bruno Mars from drowning <laughs> is, like, his bass player now? <laughs> yeah, man, that's how Jamario got the gig. It's crazy. <laughs> Jamario's not a name, dude. That that is his actual bass player's name. Okay, uh, Jamario Ortiz. <laughs> um, what was I gonna say? I'm so glad I had that ready. Um, uh, what was I gonna say? Yeah, I uh, watched uh, so, that and I was like, and the re- what? so a lot. So most Black Mirror episodes, they're for for the most part, they're our our world or not too far away from it. And there's one piece of technology that the show hinges upon and that the story really is invested in. This episode had like, it was at every turn, there was like a new technology, like new preposterous technology right. that like made the episode feel so crazy. So first we get the first bit of technology in this that you have to buy into is that there's a doll that it's like an AI doll that can have the personality of a person in it. Right. Then you have to buy into the fact that. Well, so for some reason, there's like the dad is like developing a taser for rats. <laughs> 
and you're like, oh, okay, this is going to so, like, really play into the humane. story at some yeah. point. And it, because like, I've never watched a Black Mirror episode where there's like a, a, a some sort of like weird technology introduced that doesn't exist now that like doesn't have some like greater ramifications down the line. This was literally like, oh, the dad, he really cares about humanely uh, disposing of rats. So he develops his taser that doesn't allow them to suffer. It's like, oh, that's going to, man, it's going to thematically, that's going to resonate at the end of the episode. No, it, it. Well, they use the rat taser on the bodyguard guy. LOL. At the and then he, and then he faints. And it's so funny. <laughs> that whole thing, too. I was like, what? If It, it felt like you're watching Spy Kids at that moment. <laughs> yes. Exactly. <laughs> so that's the other piece of technology. Then you have to buy into the technology where they can literally pull chords, like musical chords, out of someone's brain activity. That's an F sharp. <laughs> that's a G flat. Yeah, oh, I stand by man. it. <laughs> and then there's, yeah, and then there's a sequence right after that where they're like, all right, play back all the things we've pulled out so far. And it sounds terrible. Like, and cacophonous, the way, you, like the way random thoughts would sound and then they're like no make it sound better and they <laughs> what like do they twist say? some dials he says, she says like yeah, a very yeah. specific she words it very specifically i was like wait what like can't we reharmonize that or something yeah she was like ex- she, basically she says like enhance that yes <laughs> and he like turns a dial and then, then oh all and she's like and apply auto-tune <laughs> <laughs> no i think she says uh add pitch correction or something like yeah. that and then all of a sudden it sounds good and it sounds like a song that someone wrote and it's just bananas <laughs> <laughs> it is. And then there's the technology of the hollow suit where someone puts right. on a suit and they can control a hologram. It's just all these different pieces of technology. It's like, man, this is crazy. That episode yeah. is really bad. <laughs> yeah. I was pretty bummed at the end of it. Yeah. Uh, okay. Striking Vipers. Striking Vipers. Um, very immature title. Um, uh, think about I, it. Think about it. Striking vipers. vipers are like a kind of snake, and they're striking each other. Okay, I, I, I didn't put that together. Trust me, the the Charlie Burger, <laughs> the guy who wrote it, definitely, definitely had that did, in mind. Yeah. Uh, very mature title. Um, so, Striking Vipers, just to give people a brief overview, is a story about a guy who um, Anthony Mackie, Anthony Mackie, who uh, starts off having a great relationship with his uh, girlfriend, who becomes his wife. And 11 years later into their marriage, it's kind of become mundane for him and kind of stale. And he's had a lifelong best friend, this guy named Carl. And they start playing. He For his birthday, Carl gives him this video game. They haven't seen each other in a while. They haven't seen each other in a long time. Uh, Carl's kind of like a serial dater. Um, Yeah, he's like a living single lifestyle. Bachelor guy. Yeah. Um, so he gives them this video game. It's a new virtual reality ga- fighting game. It's basically Mortal Kombat. Yeah, it's Street Fighter, Mortal Kombat, any one of those games called Striking Vipers. And it's fully, it's like they bring back the little circular temple thing that is like the VR thing. Mm-hmm. And it's fully VR. And so they in, they can feel the, all the sensations of the game. And one thing leads to another and they start having sex in the game. Their avatars start to have sex. And then this becomes a serial habit. But their avatars, they're both guys, but then the avatars, one of them yeah carl's avatar is a female and he's super into that and they just continually have sex and the whole episode is like both of them trying to figure out what this means for them and like anthony mackie trying to keep it from his wife and trying to basically figure out what it means and you're kind of watching them deal with all of that and uh brandon what was your reaction to this episode um well the first thing uh it's basically the matrix kind of yeah um, cause they like lay there 
just like vegged out. Catatonic, yeah. Yeah, while they're fighting. Well, I guess they don't do a whole lot of fighting. (laughs) There's not much fighting in it. Um, There was actually a Twilight Zone reboot in like the early 2000s that was very similar uh, um and there was an episode that was very similar to this was that the one hosted by forrest whitaker was yes that he that's hosted the one. It? yeah um it was very similar to this uh and it reminded me of it and actually for that reason kind of disappointed me oh, okay um just story-wise um i loved their phones um, in this episode, they apparently figured out how to make a foldable phone. Oh, I just I did um, notice that. I thought that was funny. It was uh, a funny yeah. detail. <laughs> yeah. that, that no one ever talks about. They just fold. Um, other than that, I liked it more than the Miley Cyrus episode. For sure. That's not saying that much, though. It's not. <laughs> um, I felt like um, I the whole time I was like, well, how is this going to resolve? Mm-hmm. And the... The resolution is not. I don't think it was a good one. It's, I liked it. It's just that they get a hall pass once a year. And once a, it was once a month. Oh, I thought it was once a year. No, it was once a month. Oh, why do you so think it was I, once a month? Because I mean, that's kind. Of, they were circling it on the calendar, like yeah. Well, because like, I took that because it was his birthday, and they fast forwarded to his birthday. Yeah. And then she gave him for his birthday the the chip thing to put on his head and she took off her ring. So they both like Anthony uh, Mackie and his wife they were they cer- both get to like maybe it was once a year. It seemed I don't know why. I don't remember specifically it really what it matter. doesn't really matter. But um what made I don't remember specifically what made me think it was once a month, but I gathered that it was once a month, but it doesn't doesn't matter. Um so yeah, they resolve by saying, you know, Essentially, there was a conversation that happened where they decided the best way to move forward for our family is, you know, one however however often, one time, uh, however long, we um, you in, engage in this fantasy and I engage in that fantasy, and then it's just part of our life. And um, also, I I liked that resolution as as opposed to other directions it could have gone in. I don't know if it was necessarily the strongest or the best, but I think of other. I'm glad it didn't go in some other directions. Is what I'm saying. Yeah. I'm glad well, it didn't become about a thriller between like, oh, his wife's going to find out and blah, blah, blah. Like, right. I was glad it didn't become that. Or he's going to have to kill his friend. And I'm glad it didn't go that way. It felt like it was uh, setting itself up to say stuff about homosexuality and like transgenderism. And then it didn't. Mm. I don't think I don't think it ultimately was about that. I literally think that he was just telling a story about these characters. Like, I yeah. don't think that he was like the, when I say he, I mean, Charlie Brooker, the writer. I don't think this episode may was making a broader statement on sexuality in terms of like, oh, if you enjoy having virtual sex with a man and you are a man, does that make you gay? I don't think the episode was interested in ma- trying to tackle that. And I'm kind of glad right. it wasn't. Yeah. Because <laughs> um, I was like, this is going to get hairy at the end. Yeah. Well. It's going to get tubby at the it's end. Been, yeah. I'm sure it's probably been hairy throughout. <laughs> um, uh, so my reaction to this episode, I think, again, there were some tone issues. I think throughout i wasn't sure were we supposed to were we supposed to be is this supposed to be tense or are we supposed to be laughing i think there was mm. many moments of that like is this supposed to be funny or is it supposed to be intense and i think there was some tone mismanagement here i think anthony mackie gives an amazing performance yeah it was great i think yeah he he really plays like dead-eyed kind of like bored husband really well in this yes he does um and I think I 
actually thought the homosexuality aspect of it was handled. I think the sexuality of it in general was handled pretty respectfully. Mm-hmm. Like there were there was never a moment where like homosexuality or the inclinations for one man to have sex with another man was like laughed at or like made no, to be a joke. Yeah. Um, I think, yeah, I think this episode. Where I think this episode was actually kind of different than most Black Mirror episodes where Black Mirror episodes are typically like, what if a person was living their life and then a technology got in the way? Whereas I think this one is more so about like this, this, the technology in, in, in this episode doesn't really matter. Like, even if there was no video game involved, like it's literally just a man trying to figure out where what direction his life is going in and like the technology is like a vehicle to get us to have that conversation but it's not about the technology whereas a lot of the other episodes are about that technology does that Mm -hmm, make sense mm -hmm. um yeah it's it's really just a character study and like well how does he deal with like being bored does this mean he loves his friend is he gay does he you know what i mean and i just think it was a study of that and i think i think it was i like the way it ended because it was not only was it so it's saying a couple things it's like honesty is the best decision no matter what like Mm -hmm. no matter what you're going through be honest with your spouse about it i like that aspect of it because that was what was killing him was not necessarily the fact that he was doing this whatever he was keeping it from his wife and Mm -hmm. that you know that's where the mount the mounting terror came from but it also had cool things to say about like i don't know the hopefulness of like people not things not needing to be a zero-sum game or needing to be binary in order to like maintain stability does that make sense Mm -hmm. i thought it was really hopeful about the future of relationships and like Mm. not looking at not taking relationships from a catch-all perspective but like what's not like hey what are relationships supposed to be like or what are they supposed to look like because i think that's what each character was struggling with like in their own way like anthony yeah. mackie was struggling with like well my marriage is supposed to be like it was when we first you know exciting and yeah. role playing at the club and things like that and anthony mackie's wife is more so like well you know relationships are supposed to they're supposed to be consistent both people bought in and right, and right, i'm right. supposed to feel you know swoon and, and loved every day and then the other guy uh, carl was like well you know relationships are supposed to be fun and exciting and and thrilling and, and feel new all the time and i think everybody is dealing with like their preconceived notions about relationships but i think what the episode is saying is like instead of taking that approach the best way to approach a relationship is like how is this going to work for us like Mm. what what does our relationship what is the best version of our relationship look like for us not for anybody else and i think that was and it's beautiful that i think it's beautiful that's why i think the ending of it was the best ending this episode could have had because of what the episode was trying to say like it's beautiful that all the it was it resolved with not just like oh she the wife being like i'll play the game with you uh and we'll do that it was because it's not about the game it's about look i love you you're my wife and i value my family and i value you I have some feelings towards this person. They're not in this video game. In this video game and they're not the same feelings that I feel for you, but I do have these feelings. And so I thought it was beautiful for like the the resolution that comes at the end involves all three of them equally. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, I thought that was I thought that was well, all nice. four cuz the guy at the bar <laughs> that's true <laughs> the gentleman with the dreadlocks at the bar. Um so I thought that was nice. I thought they all, you know, 
It's I'm in, in the episode. The ending of the episode, I think, is a microcosm for like their relationship. It's like it may not be ideal, but it's what works for this story we're telling. It's what mm-hmm. works for this relationship. Yeah. So I thought it was cool. Um. Oh, there was no payoff with the dishwasher. What was the so the dishwasher the first time? Uh, the wife. I think it was like his the first time we saw it was his birthday. He was loading the dishwasher, and she was like, "It's your birthday. I'll load the dishwasher." Mm-hmm. And then uh, she like put this huge knife in the dishwasher, mm-hmm. and the dishwasher like beeped and went like error danger or whatever mm-hmm. and anthony mackie was like oh you have to put it in um this other way because it's dangerous like yeah the, like blade side down or yeah something. blade side down uh and so i was like okay interesting mental note did they do it twice they did it twice oh really and yeah. then there was another um i think he was loading the dishwasher again later and it beeped again and was like error and i was like okay something's gonna happen with a dishwasher mm. And nothing ever happened. Yeah. Although there was a moment where I was like, uh-oh, here we go. It's going to explode and knives are going to go everywhere or something. Yeah. But nothing ever happened. Yeah, maybe it was. I'll have to rewatch it. But maybe, maybe it got cut or something. Yeah, maybe that was just a detail to like show when a character is not like invested. You know what I mean? Mm. Like it's like a it's like a metaphor for their like where they're, each person is at in the marriage. Yeah. You know, when they're invested, they remember to put it blade, blade side, side down. down. <laughs> Sexually uh, speaking. Yeah, yes, exactly. Um, the last episode you have not seen. No. Um, I have not seen. Well, Smithereens. Smithereens. Um, that episode is really good. The only thing I'll say about it is... Uh, there must be a bomb in the episode then if it's called Smithereens. Um, I'm not going to answer that. Okay. But um, it's about uh, social media. Uh-huh. And it's about the extreme positives and the extreme negatives of social media um Mm. and it's kind of a black mirror bottle episode in a way what does that mean uh it takes place almost entirely in one location like in Mm, real time okay yeah um so what i was going to say about it is uh andrew scott he's the main guy andrew scott um he's a british actor okay um he's moriarty in you're thinking of you're thinking of uh you're thinking of adam scott from oh you're thinking of andrew garfield actually no, you're thinking of Garfield from the the cartoon. Uh, you're thinking of Jim Davis, the creator of Garfield. No, you're thinking of uh, Jim Parsons from The Office. Uh, Jim Gaffigan, I think, might be who you're. No, thinking you're thinking of? of a roll of gaff tape. Is what you're thinking of. <laughs> a roll of gaff tape. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! You are on a roll. Um, for the sake of uh, uh, time, because we're over two hours at this point. Sick. Um, I'm gonna. Uh, uh, move the game along um anyway he's amazing um as an intense actor Mm -hmm. going super intense going super emotional Mm -hmm. he's amazing cool um equally amazing is uh lil nas x which this is why i'm most bummed that you didn't um watch this episode he's in it that's not actually lil nas x (laughs) (laughs) this other guy looks just like him oh sorry i dropped your phone everyone that's really funny. <laughs> How far can I swipe before things start to get sexual? Um, two pictures tops. <laughs> that is really funny. Is this a spoiler from the episode, dude? No, it's not no, a spoiler. Um, <laughs> well, not sexy. <laughs> that's funny. Killing the acting game as well. Um, cool. Uh, that's that's Black Mirror. 
Yeah. Um, we're over we're over two hours, so we should wrap it on up. Yeah, you got any shout outs? I got some shout outs. Um I want to shout out to everyone who went to Rise. Yeah, Rise and, Minneapolis. And is a listener now. <laughs> yeah, um, shout out to all our new new listeners from Rise Minneapolis. Thanks yeah. for listening. Um yeah. And we've seen you guys seen you guys or ladies on social media. Mm-hmm. Um and yeah, it's it's great to talk to you. I was gonna say talk talk to, at, you. at you. Yeah. Um, Talk for you. <laughs> uh, I want to shout out to Joseph Hans. He texted me this week from Lincoln Park. The uh, DJ, Mr. H- uh, Joseph Hans from. The, never mind. You're not a Lincoln Park guy. No, I'm not a. Um, you're thinking of. Um, you're thinking of Hans Gruber. Is what you're thinking of. Thinking of Hans Zimmer. I think actually. <laughs> you. Th- <laughs> you're thinking of Hannah Nobel. <laughs> <laughs> That's a deep cut. She doesn't listen to this podcast. <laughs> Definitely, Definitely not. not this far in. <laughs> Um, you're thinking of the Nobel Prize. <laughs> um, Shout out to Hannah Nobel. <laughs> yes, while we're here, uh, Joseph Hans texted me because he's he's behind on episodes, and mm-hmm. he just or actually no, he posted it on on Instagram because mm-hmm. he just got to the Star Wars deep dive. Oh, and he was like, I "Can't wait!" Nice, nice. And I was like, "Good luck." Uh, thanks, Joseph. Um, I'm going to also shout out Matt Hornbeck. Matt uh, Hornbeck. A big fan of the show. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm a big fan of him. Matt Hornbeck. Hornbeck. Beck. Beck. You're thinking of Beck, the singer. You're thinking of Sean Beck. <laughs> You're thinking of thinking Beck. Of, Beck Bennett. <laughs> <laughs> You're thinking of Jeff Beck, actually. Who's that? Uh, he's a, a singer. You're thinking of Jeff writer. Buckley. That's what you're thinking of. Um... You're thinking of uh, Jeff Ross, actually. You're thinking of Ross, the the clothing store. Oh, you're thinking of um, Ross from Friends. You're thinking of um. You're thinking of a a roster, like a roster of people. That, that's. It's not not your finest work. It's late. <laughs> it is late. It's very late. Um, do you actually. have any shout outs? Um, shout out to Brad Veliker, a tattoo artist and yeah. best friend. I shout him out every episode. Um, no, did we have any um, no guests recently? No, I think it's everybody. I'll say if you made it this far, um, you need to leave us a review on iTunes. Yeah, um, you are do legally it. It obligated. Helps. It helps us. Um, yeah, if you listen to a two-hour episode uh, this far into the show, uh, yeah, you you definitely should leave a, a review on iTunes. Um, help spread the word. Uh, oh, also, as a reminder, if you post about us on social media, we'll send you some stickers. Yeah, stickers. Everyone likes free stuff. Um, that, I think that's it. Did we plug my website last week? We did. Okay, good. Don't plug it this week, please. <laughs> no one go to asan.com. No, don't go A-H-S-O-H-N. there. A-H-S-O-H-N.com. Definitely don't, don't hire Backline Creative to do your website. Don't do that. Like That guy is a friggin' chump. Total D-bag. Skis in his jeans. <laughs> his jersey. Skis in his jeans. Um... Shout out! Did we do an episode on Father's Day? No. Did we? We didn't talk about. Was Father's, Father's Day, Day before Minneapolis? Father's, Father's Day was in between Minneapolis and this episode. Oh, uh, shout out to all the fathers on Father's Day. If we didn't, hey, thanks, man. Yeah, dude. Shout out to you, man. Your father. I am sick, dude. Father, happy happy Father's Day. Thanks, happy man. belated Father's Day to you. Happy Juneteenth. <laughs> um, that we- that feels weird to say thank you uh, to that, but. 
I guess I'll take it. Here, here's a tubby. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll see you guys next week. See ya.